Thank you. I think so. Were they ready? Oh, you did a test one? Did the sound look, sound okay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds crisp. You should test it with the microphones on, though. Well. Yeah, because it's gonna. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I had turned them off. Yeah, that sounds crisp. You hit the on um, gray button. Yeah. There you go. Yo, one two, one two, one two, one two. It'll sound like that, I guess, because it's picking up the speakers. Yeah. Test, test. Yo, motherfuckers, yo. Gain on here? No, no, no. Don't, 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 that's kind of loud. Leave that one. All right. Let me go out here. Test, test, test. Greatest podcast in the land of. We in Vegas, baby. How do you put the animals?
So, uh, I, oh, this nigga <laughs> gonna kill himself before the show starts. <laughs> this nigga gonna kill himself. Y'all didn't see that, did y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that one was died on, on live. Is it, is it back? Ready? Turn that oh. video into an NFT. Um, shout out to people in the chat helping us out with the audio. Appreciate you. Uh, yes, the uh, audio on the on the laptop um, on the computer has been muted, so no worries. Uh, we're going to start promptly at uh, eight p.m. Eastern time, uh, five p.m. Pacific. So hang in there. Um, you may hear audio, you may not, but uh, hang in there.
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are actually uh, waiting for some people. Some people have just landed. How's it going, brother? Welcome, welcome. Um, some people have just landed. Some people are getting settled in. So uh, it looks like the show is getting pushed back from um, 5 p.m. Pacific time to about 5.30. The plan's gonna be ready at 5.45. So I'm especially <laughs> excited about that. Um, uh, are you talking to them or are you just? I'm talking to them. I, I think you muted it. I unmuted it. They said no volume, what? Did yeah, there was no volume before, but before oh, I started okay. talking, I unmuted it. Oh, okay, my bad. Nah, it's good. Um, who's gonna monitor super chats? You might have like Chad or Halim or somebody like that monitor super chats. Well, I was having- Oh, you got them right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. All right, yeah, we good. Somebody sent one in already? Yeah, Battle Crane. Who? Okay. All right. Word. All right. So you got it there. Dope. Um, you got the topics there too? No, I'm gonna have to uh, check the um the DMs. I put the uh, topic list in the DMs. Okay. Yeah, both could be. How does how does the audio sound, Chad? Huh? Yeah, both could be hats. Yeah. Nah, just one. Oh. Well, you shit. <laughs> Somebody said I got my Rogan eyes up. <laughs> Y'all gonna leave my eyes alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave my eyes alone. <laughs> I think Biden on my hotel juice. <laughs> Chat with his bucket. Can't wait for the hotel nation to get commercial. You better play it like 10 times. <laughs> oh man, we all have to see that commercial one more because the event's finally here. Audio sounds good, got clear, awesome. Good to know, good to know. Sounds good, sounds good for a lot of um, only problem is, um, you kicked the motherfucker. I know, I was gonna Yeah, 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 that's good. Nice setup for a live show, too. How many people will be attending this event?
Crystals in Vegas, do they? Nah, I think they got it's probably White Castle. You know, it's like when the Hardys turn to call the Julians, I know how to look too far with. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I used to, when I was in Warner Robin, I used to love crystals. Man, crystals is hitting, man. Hold on, you Hey, Jay, you got to get on the mic. Hey, Jay, what Uh, yeah, we have a live uh, studio audience. Look at Halima looking all regal and shit. Stupid. <laughs> 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 Hotel Nation Weekend will be doing the crate challenge with all of our followers. <laughs> Please do. So bored, Please do. Throw the money. I'm with that. I was gonna say, I was gonna go sit over there. I'm not, I'm not missing out on my front row center. I'm not, I'm not missing out on my front row seat. I'm uh, anybody talking about my eyes, moderators, please ban them. There'll be no 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 talk about my eyes. Shout out to Canada Hotel. Can Hotel, come say hi to the people, man, in the chat, bro. We might just do some like pre pre-show interviews. Welcome, Canon Hotel. How are you, sir? What's going on, sir? 
Great, great, great. It's glad I'm glad to have you here, bro. Thank you for coming. Hey, I appreciate it, man. It's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, you have been a hotel for how long now, or or a hotel nation member for how long now? Since about March. March. Yeah. Wow. And uh, you are a content creator now. Yeah, yeah. Covering a lot of the current events. Yeah, covering a lot of the current events. Um, shoot, like I was telling Chad and them. Uh, Started because I broke my foot and they had nothing else to do. Right. So I just start venting into uh to my camera phone, and boom. How many weapons do you have on you right now? <laughs> <laughs> they don't call them Cannon Hotel for no reason. How many weapons? Is there one in your sock? Uh, no. I just you know I'm carrying appendix right now. I got the little Hello Kitty on me right now. <laughs> well, you got the Hello Kitty. You got a little Hello Kitty on me right now. He's either wearing no shows or he didn't have any socks on. AKA the. The hell keysy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cannon Hotep. Make sure you subscribe to Cannon Hotep on YouTube. He has a how's the YouTube channel going? It's going good. It's been it's been growing pretty well. So um hey, if you're listening, go like and subscribe, please. Help me get over a thousand subscribers, please. How many subscribers you are now? Uh six hundred and fifteen. Okay. The grift is the grift is live in twenty twenty one for Cannon Hotep. Make sure y'all go to his channel. Yeah, hit subscribe. <laughs> shameless plug, shameless beg. Absolutely. Um, how was the flight? How was your trip out here? Uh, it was good, except for Charlotte. Some lady punched her husband in the face on the Wait, way. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Some <laughs> lady punched her husband in the face. Yeah, it like they probably- Tell us this story, Mr. Mr. Cannon. So first off, the flight was about 30 minutes uh, late. Okay. So then we all try and get on the plane, and this lady was cussing her husband out, and- uh, what, what, was the, what was the, uh, the ethnicity of these individuals? <laughs> <laughs> well, they wasn't the Blacks. Oh wow! Damn. Okay, so we lucked out this time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, <laughs> it was a ma and uh and her husband. Oh, white trash. Yeah. Okay, so so crackers was acting up on the plane. Okay. Yeah. All I just heard was I heard some rumbling, and then I seen some people come from behind me, and next thing you know, they was bouncing them off the plane, and then the people up front was like, "Yo, she just punched him square in the face." Uh. Uh-huh. I was like, "Jeez." Maggots with a bugging. I thought I was gonna get a world star moment. <laughs> <laughs> I had my camera ready. I thought I was gonna see something. I ain't get it. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, it was a cool flight. Yeah. Came in last night and uh, hooked up with y'all guys this morning. How do you? How do you? Uh, you know? How do you feel about the Hotep Nation ambiance and the event this weekend? How do you feel? About it? I mean, it's just top notch. I mean, it's just. Hey, I feel like a celebrity out here. I'm blushing and grinning. I'm <laughs> Mr. Mr. Cannon. I'm like, huh? Wait, what? 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 <laughs> Me? Hey, okay. I get used to this. Welcome to the Griff, sir. <laughs> I was like, I was like, make, make a few more videos. You know? I gotta get this. I gotta get on y'all level. I'm like, man, I don't get this at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get who's this nigga? Who's this? Nigga? <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. But I'm loving it, man. This is amazing. Y'all put on something special right here. Yeah. Yeah. And if, I mean, everybody watching right now, I know y'all missed this year, but y'all need to come out next year straight up. Yeah. This is great. This is amazing. Yeah. We have a beautiful, beautiful crowd um, that's coming out this weekend. A lot of um, good souls. I got to say thank you, man. Thank you for for supporting and and pushing the Hotep Nation brand. Um, Shout out to Taylor. Taylor also helping out. Um, you work with Taylor. Taylor created yeah, the intro Taylor's for you. awesome, man. You know, he reaches out when he's like, I got an idea, you know, stuff like that. And I want to thank you and Unk, man. I mean, I was just making 
videos in my car because I just wanted to say something. Y'all reached out to me. So yeah. I like my content, you know, and, you know, it gave me more motivation to keep pushing. You know? Yeah. So yeah, we saw you putting out the content and uh, we were like, hey, let's reach out and say something, you know. Uh, uh, you know, you was repping the brand, yeah. you know. So, you know, we wanted to just find out, you know, how can we help and, you know, so on and so forth. Because T-Word make the dream work. Yeah, I mean, like in the beginning, you know, all you had was, you know, your Brandon Tatums and your ABLs and Candace's. And I was like, well, I'm not that far to the right. And then, you, you know, you had you had your Tim Pools and stuff. I'm like, I ain't in. And then I came across y'all. Then I came across Ump first. And then I came across ye. Okay. And I'm like, yo, they think just like I do. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I started watching more and more. And I was like, y'all, I'm Hotep. I said, yeah. all right. So I just started, I started claiming it. Okay. And then, um, like I said, I broke my foot in like February. And I just started making February videos. of 2021. February, uh, yeah, 2021. Why well, have you been making videos since last year? Nah, it just nah. this year. Just this year. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a long ass year. Yeah, yeah right. Just, start making videos in my truck. Uh -huh. you know, I couldn't do nothing else. So yeah. And yeah, here I go. I'm enjoying it, and I appreciate you guys. You guys have been a big help, big support, man. I appreciate it. Nah, we appreciate you, man. You know, without people like y'all, the, the brand doesn't look as big. You know, it's just me and Uncle Hotep's like, oh, they go them coons again. You know, but <laughs> you know, uh, when you got other people contributing, you know, it really, it really helps, man. It really helps a lot. So you know, yeah. that's why we created that private chat for the content creators, and I appreciate you know, that. Connected you with Taylor, and you know, how how we can help, you know. Hotep and Bill, you already know. Yeah, that's true. Sure. I appreciate it. Yeah. Like I said, Cannon Hotep, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let me get let me get Cassius Cam up here. Cassius Cam, come up here while we wait. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm, I'm bringing somebody very special. Today he was standing next to me, and you know I was just like, all right. So it's just some white boy with tattoos standing <laughs> next to me. I'm like, who is this weirdo that bought a ticket? So I'm like, what's your name? He's like, Cassius Cam. I'm like, oh, Cassius Cam, what's good, my homie? Cassius Cam, welcome, bro. Everybody, round of applause for Cassius Cam, please. <laughs> Cassius Cam, um, first of all, thank you for coming out. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you for the song. The song is dope. Really, really like. Uh, you could tell you glued into our content yep. because you really were able to capture uh, the brand. Yeah in the song and everything. So tell us, when did you come across Hotep Nation? About three years ago or mm. something like that. I'm an avid podcast listener. Okay. You know, I work work long days. I'm in the lumber industry, so I'm always working. I'm always trying to find good content, but stuff's so polarized and it's so biased and it's <clears throat> nothing, nothing hits on point. And I, I think it was your Rogan interview. Okay. And then I started deep diving. Mm. And then every Thursday, dude, I just... Every Thursday. And then I started sending in super chats and I started interacting with you guys. And then I started hotep and building, started putting out content, started bugging you guys with that. Everything yeah. I put out, I would just bug you guys with it. You know? Yeah. And, you, and I, I was blessed enough that you guys put me on and helped me out. Yeah, you know, I uh I thought you were a mulatto person, individual. <laughs> uh, you happen to be full-blown Caucasian, uh, which is why you I was taken uh, aback when we first when I first saw you, because I'm expecting Cassius Cam to be you know, uh, a half Negro, and and you're not a half Negro. You are a full Caucasian. So I want to know uh, where did you get your blackness from to to create hip hop? Because you sound like you have melanin in your blood. Lots of you melanin in your blood. 
I don't know, man. I grew up in a rural spot, but it's a rural set, spot. Where? Rural. I'm in Northern California. Okay. Like I can throw a rock to Oregon. I'm like way, way, way. So you on the farms? Yeah, there's farms. It's like a lot of lumber town stuff like that. But okay. it's real. It's real poor. It's like 1860 Oregon Trail. It's, it's Section Eight. Like a lot of Section Eight and stuff like that, but it's actually, <laughs> as far as demographics go, it's pretty diverse. Okay, it's a real interesting place to be. You know, mm. a lot of Mexicans. My wife's Latina. You know. Oh, you got you a little Latina. Yeah, I'm messing with white women. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said you don't mess with white women. Nah, I don't mess with. Why? Women. Why don't you mess with white women? So? I don't know, man. It just never worked out. Yeah. Yeah. The Latinas, they they kind of hey, addictive. It's, it's it's the craziest ones are the craziest and yeah. the realest ones are the realest. Yeah. That, that both ends she ever try to cut you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, clap it up for him for not snitching. <laughs> he said, maybe. <laughs> she, she, she was not, yes, the whole time. She's watching. She's watching? Shout out to Miss uh, Cassius King. Um, uh, <laughs> a very, very special soul. Um, so how long have you been rapping? Oh man, since I was probably like 11. Okay. But I started getting serious about putting stuff out this last year. Okay. I've been talking about it for so long, like all my friends and everything. Like, oh, you so, just talk about it. Who are your influences? Like uh, Vanilla Ice, Eminem, <laughs> Mac Miller, <Man. laughs> Paul Wall. <laughs> Get out of here, man. All right. Yeah? First and foremost. Okay. Uh, He's Nas a really cool individual. Yeah, yeah. Nas. Nas is one of my main um, yeah. hieroglyphics. I'm from Northern California, so you Bay know hieroglyphics. Oh man, okay. Bay, Bay Area hip hop's huge. Uh, okay. Recipe Zion I. That's you know he just passed not too long ago. Yeah, um, R.I.P. And uh, you know uh, I listen to a lot of underground stuff. Like there's a lot of good artists, Locksmith. There's a lot of good stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then even a lot of East Coast stuff too. I take a lot of influences from like Lloyd Banks, uh, Dipset, you know, Jadakiss. There's a lot of really good stuff out there. Jadakiss is a beast. You saw that new Oh one. man. The uh, versus. That's that a rap. <laughs> it was wild. Do not rap over your recordings. Do yeah. not do that. If, you, if you're going live, go live. Yeah, you got to do the live. There was goat talk after that. I got, a, I got a deep question for you, a deep philosophical question for you. Um. Somebody asked me this question the other day. How do you think hip hop affects the black community? A lot of people want to blame some of the bad things that happen in a black community on hip hop. Do you think hip hop is the cause, a symptom, a combination of both? Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's the way that the stuff that the corporations target and try to push mm. more than the actual content itself. Because there's there's a lot more constructive rap music out there. Talk about than it. there is about this like degenerate type rap music. Right. But that's not what gets plays. That's not what gets the money behind. Right. It. That's not what gets the machine behind it anyway. Right. You know, and it, it, that's there's no publicity behind that. There's no clout. Yeah. There's no clout behind that kind of music. Yeah. You know, and I feel like they use it as a mechanism to do damage. Yeah. They get behind the bad yeah. stuff and sort of ignore the good yeah. stuff. And it's the same the same thing with you know mainstream pop music and stuff like that. You know, same yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. So um, who you listen to these days? New, if you had to pick top five, you know, top, top five people you listen uh, to today. New stuff, you know. Lupe. I mean Lloyd. Lupe, okay. Lloyd just put out a fire project. Who Lloyd Banks? Yeah, Lloyd Banks okay. had the project. I listen to it. Yeah, Lloyd Sound Banks like I just put out a fire project. Sounds good. 
the later underneath the radar. Mm -hmm. um, I like Royce. Royce is Royce is good. Royce yeah, Royce puts out some good music. Yeah, you know. But you know I, cannabis is. Oh yeah. You remember oh, yeah. when they was in a group called the Four Horsemen? Yeah, oh, I man. I one of my I grew up watching battle rap. Like battle raps was like my main thing. Okay, like, that's what really got me into music. Mm -hmm. um, to begin with, mm. but I don't listen to a lot of new stuff. There's not, you know. Yeah. There's nothing really out there that's catching interest. I'll listen to some Ratchet. I listen to some Migos every once in a while. Yeah. It's, it's turn up. Yeah, it's the stuff that hits. Yeah. yeah, there's some good. There's some good stuff. You know, got a nice vibe. So. Yeah. You know, I used to rap, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's like now I'm playing. No play. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Cassius Cam, clap it up for please. Um, next person I'm going to call up is very, very special to the podcast not only because of who he is, but because of how much money he's given us. Sergeant, get your ass <laughs> Shout out to Sergeant. Oh, man, got you. Um, what up, brother? What's up, man? What's going on? Chilling. Um, you are uh, also a new grifty. Grifter, you're, you 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 you've made your way into the podcast grifting space. Yeah, um, yeah. Welcome, welcome. How's that? How's that working out for you? Uh man, you know it's cool. I'm gonna go ahead and do a shameless plug, man. You know LibreTV.co. Tell them. Uh, the the only free platform out there. Mm -hmm. So uh, real quick, where am I supposed to be looking? Because I you know I know Unc, when Unc be doing the podcast, right? All right, there we go. Yeah, so cool. Little camera right here. Cool. I didn't know I was supposed to be looking. I didn't know if I was gonna do an Unc. I was gonna do an Unc and be like this the whole time. I didn't know. You know what I mean? But but yeah, man. You know you know he on his grip because he's like, yo, we gotta look at the camera. I gotta make sure, man. No, I I went out. I went out. Um, first of all, shout out to the barber man over there at uh CEO Cuts in Las Vegas, man. So if y'all need to get hooked up, he said he worked twenty four hours. He's going to be hooked up. Uh, but oh, you got a celebrity barber? Go ahead, man. man look, he was, I, he was cutting Rick Ross. He cut uh, Marcus Houston. If you know who that is, but uh, he'll be yeah. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, man. I've been in the grifting space, man. Probably now, real for real, probably about two years now. Mm. And that's why I met you because I met you through the Fifty Shades of Red. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then um, this brother right here. Uh, Mr. Mr. G. Phrase, yeah, that's the that's the, the 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 other half of the Brown Paper Bag podcast. We are back on, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Just just for the record, um, if you need to, yeah, everybody go out there right now. We are. Uh, wait, can I say this on YouTube? We live right now. Yeah, as long as you don't say nothing. Oh yeah, no, I ain't gonna say nothing crazy, but yeah, we are we are back on this platform. So if you type in Libre TV, you can follow us now. So we trying to get our followers back like we had before. Uh, you know, we were. Uh, uh, yeah, we were bumped uh, a while back for, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't for content or nothing like that, for something crazy. What'd y'all do? Y'all the president's? They, they said we were, they said we had content that didn't match or something like that. It was something like they said, like, we would have a show. You was cooning. No, <laughs> they, it would be like, okay, like, for example, if we, they said it was like our thumbnails were misleading. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, I remember. I've gotten a strike for that. Right, yeah. because I did one, okay, if you watch South Park. I put the little, the dude from South Park with the mask on, you know uh -huh. what I'm saying? And then I put like, we did a show called the Pandemic Special. Okay. So then they were saying like, people was going to it like this ain't South Park, but I see, uh -huh. it clearly said brown paper bag, Five Pandemic Special, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it could have been that, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of mm -hmm. weird. So um, 
you you gravitated towards Hotep Nation. You're here at Hotep Nation. I gotta say thank you for coming through, for no showing love to our event. Appreciate always, that. Man, always, man. Uh, what what is it that made you say, yo, uh, you know, I mess with the Hoteps and I gotta show up at this at this event? <laughs> uh, well, the first thing I gotta say was um, I got I got turned off to the Hoteps because I had listened to somebody without listening to y'all. Oh wow! You understand what I'm saying? Because okay. I think it was like you gotta call it like the height of Trump, right? Yeah. So another story that you don't know, uh, you remember what you call the uh, the Coon Conference, right? Yeah. The one that you- Yeah, the you, Black Coon Conference. I yeah, was 2018, there. yeah. I, yeah, was, I was the first, I was in that first class of, of Coons. Yeah. Correct, so I was there as well, right? Were you? Yeah, but then I remember somebody- you remember me there? No, because somebody was like, yo, they, they said that you got kicked out because you oh, were anti- you, you came to second class. Yeah, because they said that you I got- I was the first class. Okay, well, I was the second class. You was the second class. So yeah, then I was like, yeah, some guy named Hotel Jesus got kicked out because he's anti, you know, the- Yeah, yeah the redacted, And I was like, yeah. and I was like, I was like, who's, I was like, oh, so these the hotels. I didn't, I was like, oh, so hotels hate them people. I was like, okay, well, cool. I ain't gonna listen to them. Right. So then I remember Naomi put us on the podcast one time. I was like, I'm not getting no no vibes of like hate from this dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So then at that point it was like, and then I had also been told uh, in another conservative group that y'all were fake conservatives. And I was like, what is that? I don't mm. even know. First of all, we got to define that anyway. But then mm. I was like, all right, cool. So then, like I said, then we had the podcast together with Naomi. I was like, this dude don't seem bad to me. So then that's when I basically started watching the show. And I was like, you know, we, we <laughs> it's very entertaining is what I say, man. I really like your content. You know, I like the the balance between you and Unk, man. And, you know, uh, the missus is a big fan, too, because she like watching every uh, Thursday, too. That's what's up. Shout out to the missus. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Every fan. <laughs> every Thursday, every Thursday. How many people does that say watching right now? Uh, says, is that the concurrent viewers? Right here. This number right here. Uh, 297. 297, 297 people in the room. Hey, make sure y'all hit the share button. We'll, the show will be starting with me. I'll go to, I'll go to will, will be joining us uh, at probably 5.30 p.m. We're just waiting for some more people to come in. Um, so yeah, so it, people was trashing our names, talking shit about, about, about us. Damn, man. Yeah, cause I used Why to- Why they hating on us? I don't know, cause I, I guess I can say I used to be further right. You know what I mean? Cause what I was mean? like, if, if uncle, you say uncle was the first person to have a MAGA hat on, I probably yeah. was about, Probably about 600, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so man. I was further on down the line. Yeah, I wasn't trying to get all the way into the grip. Huh? The fifth? No, nah, no, nah, I went that close. Y'all don't go hotel grandchildren. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But see, my main, but see, my main thing was it was like I had really got down with Trump for maybe like the first two years, but then it was right about 2018 mm -hmm. when I was like, okay, he not gonna put in um, term limits, and I was like, all right, I'm cool with him. You know what I'm saying? I liked him. You know what I mean? But it was kind of sort of, I wasn't like gung-ho for him no more. So then that's when I kind of fell back on Trump a little bit. Where were you politically prior to Trump? Oh man, I've been, see, this is the thing, right? I'm kind of sort of like, when I listen to your um, your podcast, sometimes y'all be talking about, like, that's me that y'all talk about, right? Because mm. number one, I went to an HBCU. Okay. Okay, so that was like, boom, strike number one when I, when I hear y'all podcast, <laughs> right? All right. No, right. Number two, I'm in a fraternity too. I'm in a black fraternity. Ooh, so it's like, so when you start talking about the boule, you start talking about, you know, uh, HBCUs being liberal breeding grounds. I'm sitting there like, man, I voted for Bush back in 2000 at an HBCU. You know what I'm saying? So oh, wow. that was my whole thing, right? So you got to look at it like 2000. Oh, you've been cooning. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, what I'm saying is, man, like I had been solidly on the right for like 20 some years just about, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, it would be funny being there with Bush and Bush and Obama and all the rest of that stuff. And people like coming to me in like 2016, I've been here for 16 years. And they're like, hey, you need to listen to so-and-so. And so and I'm like, what can they teach me? I've already been here for 16 years. I'm just not like a registered Republican. And I'm not just like going to all the convention CPAC. I don't do all that. I'm just like, if I got to line myself up, I'm more than less going to align myself to the right than I would to the left. Yeah. What did you see about the left that made you make that decision? Did you Man, Because you said 20 years. Like, well, I, I don't think I voted 20 years. Well, that's my thing, right? You got to say what made me shift. What made me shift was really when all the, um, oh, yeah, we on YouTube. When all kind of ABC stuff came out, the alphabet stuff came out. Okay. And it kind of made me shift. But honestly, my sister had to check me one time because she said that I didn't tell the truth. Basically, my whole household apparently has been conservative. Mm. So I didn't realize it, but, it, but that's what I'm saying. Like my dad, right? Like my dad, my mom, and everybody. Like, But we didn't really talk politics. Okay. It would just be like, okay, Reagan was in office and pops would be like, yeah, Reagan is our president, right? Mm. Then Bush was in office. It was like, Bush is our president. Then Clinton came in, same thing. You know what I'm saying? But then when the scandal went down with Clinton, he kind of seemed like he went a little harder against Clinton. So I was like, you know, it would be a little bit, but it wasn't like- I know what you mean. It wasn't like he hated, it was it was like respect for all the presidents type thing, but yeah. we was clearly on the right, you know, grew up in the church, all that other stuff, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So. She come from a long lineage of Kuna. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, cause I put it like this. I got to say no, man, cause like, I'm the only, if you want to call it a right winger, I'm the only right winger in my whole family. <laughs> That's like, not what you just said, though. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Your daddy Okay, hold on, hold on. Time out. My immediate family. So when I start going to my cousins, oh, it's okay, her all okay. blue left. From you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. blue your over, generation. jabbed up, everything. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. generation, they done zapped them. <laughs> no, man, it's not, man. No, not Steven, my guy. What's, um, what's your podcast? Oh, uh, shoot, man. Uh, we got... We got five now, so let me. You just have go. five podcasts. Yes, I got five now. Okay, so look. Oh, that's why I never know what's going on. Yeah, yeah it's, it's too much. Going. All right, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Brown paper bag podcast. Monday, seven p.m. Okay. Tuesday, critical inception, seven p.m. Right, that was the one the aunt came on. Wednesday, purple pill politics. Never had at me seven. Hey, wait, hold on. You, you was too big, man. You was too big. <laughs> I, I was scared to ask, but now you said something. I'm gonna hold you to it. Y'all saw my camera say it. Uh, Thursday, Hollywood uh, podcast. So if you in the what Poly, time is that? Seven o'clock. So that's talking until about polyamory, polygamy. Seven until when? Man, like seven thirty. It's a quick okay, show. Okay, just making sure it don't uh, it don't conflict with us. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's why I, <laughs> so I all my stuff go at seven because y'all at eight, so okay. I know. Right, yeah. uh, and then Thursday is the comic Kage show, so that's all comic books and stuff like that. So oh okay. If you into like Marvel, what if uh, we talk about all the movies, Suicide Squad, all this stuff? And where can people subscribe to to get this? Uh, if you go on YouTube right now, you can just type in Libre L I B R E. TV. Mm -hmm. Don't let it change it and say Libra TV because that's not going to be me. Libra TV and you can find all our podcasts there. Ladies and gentlemen, Saul G, clap it up for him. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Huh? Don't hit the mic. Huh? Check my phone. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Um, shout out to Dude's boarding this plane. Dude's is on his way.
Um, let's see, who should we have up next? I think I want to have a Wasted Talent podcast. Oh, yeah. Clap it up for Wasted Talent podcast. Let's get your ass up here. Come on now. Waste of talent. Jones so, How are you? Um, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I need another Heineken in a minute, but other than that, I'm doing very well. Um, thank you for coming out, first and foremost. Thank you for having me, brother. It's, it's been a beautiful experience, you know. Has it? Yes, it's got here. Oh, listen, man. I've never been called Mr. so much in my life, man. <laughs> Maybe I feel like I'm a somebody, man. We have a, a a really awesome group of individuals here. Yeah. Um, so um, give yourselves a round of applause, man. This is a great group of people, man. This person here. This great people. Um, Hotep Nation. So I got, I got to lead your interview off with a story. I don't remember the specifics, but he asked me, yo, B, what's up with this MAGA shit you doing? Like, the Trump, da 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 It was very hard for me to explain at the time. But shit came full circle and you hit me one day like, yo, B, I see what you see. <laughs> it's a bullshit going on. Yeah, do you remember that? Yes, I do remember Can that. you walk the people through that conversation and, and some of the, I don't know, maybe epiphanies you had or something? Well, when I first saw Brian was on the Trump train, you know, I really wasn't uh, tuned in to the political field like that. You know, I, uh, you know, kind of didn't really do my homework on Trump. That's my bad. <laughs> so then as things started picking up, I started seeing what was going on with the economy. I started seeing the way the news was reported. I started seeing the way, you know, they push one agenda and then they push everything that dude did that was good, they push it to the back. Mm. And I say, yo, you know what? I got to apologize to my homie. <laughs> like in real rap, you remember that? And I called yeah. you up and I'm like, yo, something ain't right, bro. Yeah. Like something's not right with the way they're doing with this news. Something's not right with the way they're reporting everything. Something's not right with the way this country's going. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Then, and then that's we, then we was off and running. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I think that's that says a lot about your character because not a lot of people would, would come to that even realization, let alone come and admit or apologize to somebody. I, I don't remember the apology. You didn't need an apology, but I remember you, you know, you probably did apologize or whatever, but I remember you saying like, yo, you was right. Like, what the fuck is going on out here? You know, da 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 da. But that says a lot about your character. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, I've known this gentleman since high school. Um, when I got to high school, uh, I was like maybe two grades below you, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Like two grades below. And, um, you know, I, I kind of just did my thing. I was a ladies guy. And um, he was one of the older heads that was cool with me, you know, and, um, uh, you know, I, huh? Well, I mean, when you were a young kid and his class is out here, and you not, like, that's like a whole, you know, yeah, that's, experience. That's a whole developmental step. We fucking is driving. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still like, you know, happy I grabbed the boob yesterday. You know what I mean? So we was, you know, you kind of look up to that older generation. And um, I remember fooling around in class and um, we had gym class together. We had a computer class together, but he was always real. And I, he was uh, he was the boss of the school. I was, he was like, the, like, nobody messed with Jay. Like, let me just tell you, like, when Jay came around the corner, it was like 
the Debo music played. No. <laughs> oh, but he wasn't a bully though. He wasn't a bully. It was like it was, it was like if you was out here fronting and, and and you try to put it on display, like I remember Cass was trying to front on me and he called it out like yo. So he was more like the judge during the execution and he kept a lot of cats in check, a lot of things in balance and um, kept it real, you know? And, you know, I appreciate him um, being an OG to me, especially even after high school, he used to hang around. We had a record label and shit like that. So he's like a big brother to me. So to have it go from that and then come full circle because I always kept seeing him, like I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people. I don't, I don't fucking know Chad, like, yeah, you know, know. Like, oh, but I know him now, but yeah. like, you know, I don't know these people in this room, like who around me like that knows me. And there's like nobody in this room that knows me like this guy. He could tell you, you know, how I was running around acting wild in high school and shit like that, wow. you know? So um, Look, I, it'd take about two days to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm just, um, it's just weird how energy works and here you are full circle sitting right next to me, man. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate you, brother. Hell yeah. Appreciate you, What's going on with, um, I hear you're a part of a project. Yes, I'm a part of a great project. It's called the Jean Corps Project. Yeah, tell us about this project, sir. The Jean Corps Project is a blog, it's a, a social content sharing network. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing podcasts, we're doing interviews, and we have one of our members that looks an awful lot like you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Really? You guys can be fucking dead ringers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but you know what? He tries to act like he's the leader. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, something that dude that looks like you. I don't know, man. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, you know, what's the target demographic of that project? The target de demographic are men. Yeah, this men, is a men's project. This is definitely a men's. It's the He Man Women Haters Club digitally. Yeah. What do you think is some of the biggest threats to men today? Masculinity, so on, so forth. Oh man, we we we've been beating that horse to death. Man. Yeah. I mean, some of it is you know the media's portrayal of what masculinity actually is. Mm. You know, America is trying to do a mind fuck on all of us. They're mm. trying to tell me that me being masculine is inherently toxic. Mm -hmm. They're trying to tell us that it doesn't matter whether or not we're strong. It doesn't matter whether we're not, we're the earners for our families. It doesn't matter whether or not we, we, we're the one who goes and grabs the strap when somebody comes in your house. There's a big responsibility that America is telling us that we don't have anymore, and that's nonsense. Mm. We are the, the protectors, we are the providers, and we are the ones who curate the culture of this country. And we need to stand up and take our country back as when it comes to men. Yo, clap that up, man. So I don't wanna see anybody, you know what I mean, out here telling you that it's all right to let your wife earn more than you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, step your money up. Let's step your money up. Step your earnings up. I don't want anybody to tell you it's okay that you can't do 10 push-ups. Yeah. I don't want anybody telling you that it's okay to have a feather in your ass. It's not all right, man. Yeah. Um, Jean Corps has branched off into, uh, has a sports podcast. Yeah. Um, so give us some insight onto what we can expect from the from the uh, sports podcast as well. Well, you know, I got next is a sports podcast, but it's not your typical sports podcast. You know, we dig into, you know, issues that are like kind of a counterculture balance to sports itself. We give our spin on it. We're not going to give you the ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, run of the mill, 
uh, take. That's just not what we do. Yeah. And, and what we're doing is we kind of almost try to expose the hypocrisy that lies in the way that sports is reported. Mm. You know so you're that saying? counterbalance to the ESPNs of the world, yes. the FS1. We are a Hotep version. <laughs> we're like we're like the Hotep been told you version of reporting on sports. Uh, we try to be. Yeah, I remember one time we were in um the, one of the mogul summits, and Chad was like, "Yo, um, he asked me something about the show. He said, hey, you know, what's up with the show?'" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, all right, it's dope." He's like, "No, like critique," and I'm just like, "Oh, critique, like." When I listened to the show, the chemistry was so dope and you guys handled the subject matter so well. I forgot I was even like a part owner in this shit. <laughs> I was just, and that's when I realized what you guys had was great. I watched the recent one, the recent episode that was on, um, y'all talked about Shikari, yeah. y'all talked about Rachel Nichols. Cannon Hotep was on that episode. The great Cannon Hotep. Yeah. The great Cannon Hotep. The great Cannon Hotep. You know what, every time I hear Cannon Hotep speak, I want to watch The Wire. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch the wire tonight. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the podcast dope. Really, really dope you, podcast. You guys have a lot of fun. Um, and I think that's gonna be uh, a real powerful segment of our project. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. The the MVP of the whole project is Chad. Yeah. Without absolutely. Chad, man, it, it doesn't happen. All yeah. of this stuff that they see, that the production, the 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 the, the Everything, the editing, it's all him. And he's probably one of the best hosts I've seen because he, he'll he throw that, that lob up to me yeah. or Ant or whoever, and we slam it down. Yeah. So he's really setting the table for all of us. And man, having Chad, Chad's invaluable to everything that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, shout out to Chad. I mean, what's a football team without a white quarterback? <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Make the playoffs every year, but just can't quite get over the hump. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Chad's been an integral part of all of this. Um, Jonesy, you got the Waste of Talent podcast. I know you said you're looking to reboot that. For people listening and watching, make sure you subscribe to Waste of Talent podcast. It's some great content. I think me and you're going to be doing a conversation. Yes, we are. Right? Yes, what are we going to be talking about on that? You know what? You have such a, a wide breadth of things, man. I, I had one idea, and then I saw three other podcasts as you on. Uh huh. So, what, what we're gonna be doing is, man, we're gonna be game planning this. Okay. And you guys stay tuned, because I, I really, to be honest with you, Brian is so like, you know, Hotel is so gracious. He goes on everyone's podcast, and it's like, it's just like everybody from every kind of ethos asks them to come on their podcast, and it's hard to try to find a way where you stick out mm. because you know you, you know you got a guy that goes on Joe Rogan and and, and Michael Malice and then he'll do you know J Joe Neckbones podcast <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like it's nothing and then everybody asks you about everything from sports to sex to money to politics it's very very hard yeah. to not get caught up into doing the same podcast like 10 other people did mm. Mm. so the idea I had I seen like three other people had you on and I was like I can't do this I have to be different yeah. So that's really what's been holding me up. I'm trying to kick around the definitive Hotep Jesus mm. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to grip that one. Yes, sir. We're gonna grip that one heavy. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Waste of Town podcast. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Bro. I really do. I really do. Um, what time is it? We got a couple more minutes. I'm gonna bring somebody else up here. Do, do.
Olivia, what's up, Olivia? What's up, what's up, what's up, uh, Jordan? What's up, Jordan? Oh, thank you, Mahanike. I'm going to bring up somebody very, very special to me. Uh, this gentleman is near and dear to my heart. Mostly because we do business together. <laughs> Phil Foster, bring it up. Bring your ass up here, Phil Foster. Clap it up for Phil Foster. What's up, bro? What's going on? How you doing? Um, you're a real individual. So, um, for example, I know some of y'all heard of like Fresh and Fit podcast, Donovan Sharp. Um, there's been like male conventions that I was supposed to be a part of, wasn't supposed to be a part of, ended up being a part of Donovan Sharp seeing me. That's why you saw me out in Vegas twice this year. And Phil was there and, and Phil, um, really was, uh, touched me as a, a, a unique gentleman, um, a genuine gentleman. Uh, and when I say gentleman is, you know, a lot of people don't do what they say and say what they mean. And he definitely, when he says he's going to do something, like he absolutely does it and he's, he's about it. Um, so we met out in Vegas and you hit me up and you were like, yo, here's what I'm working on. And I said to you, well, there's like a, a little bit of a secret to that. And, uh, and you were like, oh yeah, what I got to do to get that? Yes. And he jumped at the opportunity, invested and went and got that information. And I was just like, I. Right, I got to work with this guy. So I, I gave him way more than he paid for. And we worked together and he paid in Bitcoin. He's like, what are you, a Bitcoin millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, I think you have a lot of experience, you know, being an older gentleman, you have a lot of experience being a man. Um, you're the breadwinner in your family. Uh, you have a, a very successful business. Uh, so tell us about, you know, your, 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 your business. My brand? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's uh, philfosterfitness.com. And uh, I did reach out to you. You know, I, I recognize guys that are making moves in this world, right? And, and, and people that can, you know, show me particulars that I don't have any understanding on. Right. And um, based on some of your successes in your past, that's what motivated me to uh, ask you and reach out to you about that. And yeah. um, so, you know, uh, Hotep here, he helped me with my supplement line and actually the marketing side of that supplement line. And um, through a lot of trial and error and learning, it's, it's starting to come to fruition. Believe it or not, I finally got the email yesterday that said, hey, we're in production now. Nice. And, it's, uh, and so that was, I was really grateful for that opportunity to actually you know, work with you on that. Yeah. Um, so you know, we're running the supplement line. You know, I do- Tell uh, them about the supplement line, what's in that? Well, so we do like uh, we do all high high end supplements. So it's uh, all grass fed. Uh, we do a vegan line. Uh, we're doing a pre workout, um, creatine, and uh, it's basically supplements for people that are into weight training or wanting to get well or into fitness. And um, along with that, uh, I do online training. I have a custom app that we've built and developed. It's taken about eight months to get rolling, and it's still in the, it's still in the finalization phases of that. And uh, so not only do we do the, the supplements, but the online training, and then we have a subscription service as well. Mm. So a lot of that all plays together uh, with where I'm trying to go with in my life, you know, because some of the work that I do now, I'm trying to transition out of like- What do you I, do now? So I own two construction companies in the two Dallas- Two construction companies, not one, but two. Uh, <laughs> in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, yes. Yeah. And uh, we've been in business since 1992, been very successful. Clap that up, man. Business since 92. So he got that old white man money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the, uh, 
you know, there's there's things that I recognize out of people when I look at them. And, you know, based on that men's conference that we attended together and, and working yeah. with other men, um, some men are going places in their life and some men have the information that you need and, and being able to step out of side of your comfort zone and say, okay, this is Hotep Jesus, but uh, I'm just going to go introduce myself to him and talk to him about it. Yeah. And uh, let me get that information from him. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, we close the door on ourselves before we actually walk up to it and open it. Yeah. And um, yeah. super grateful for all that insight that you've given me. Yeah. Uh, through this uh, whole process of transitioning from construction into the fitness and supplement industry, um, I've been in, around bodybuilding and weight training for quite some time. It really excites me to see people change and grow and become a better version of themselves, especially men like that other gentleman was talking about earlier. This gentleman right here, you know, men are inherently in trouble in this country mm. worldwide. Actually, mm -hmm. they, they are weak, soft and compliant. And um, part of the things that I, one of the things that I do with men is encourage them to step outside of their comfort zone and make something of themselves okay mm. and get away from that comfort and, and and endure some hardships whether it's in the gym or through uh, discipline and weight training um it's just it's super important that these men wake up mm. because they're all asleep yeah and uh a lot of my values line up with where you guys are you know i'm 100 to the right i was raised in a republican house and mm. i've always been on the right side of the aisle 100 right. i don't really like where this country is going and I don't necessarily appreciate the way we are being treated as a people. And it really concerns me. And it's like, it's an, an impressive thing for me to sit up here with you today or, or be in this room with some other gentlemen that folks would never guess in a million years, hey, these folks have these beliefs too. And it's it's a good thing. Yeah. So um, that's where I'm at with yeah, everything. Yeah, not as dope, that's dope, man. Um, You know, we met in Vegas, we talked, we did business together. And then you were like, oh, I'm copping the Hotep Nation weekend ticket too. And I'm like, oh, dope, you coming out? All right, that's dope. Like, it's, it's real funny because you have a, like, sometimes you have a lot of people that will follow you forever. And you got a guy that like, you know, you just met me and you just copped the ticket. So, you know, what was it about Hotep and, you know, Hotep Nation weekend where you were like, yo, I think I just want to come and hang out with these guys. So like I had said earlier in, in our little bit of a discussion here, I recognize guys that are doing something with their lives mm -hmm. and I want a piece of that. You know, I want to be around people that are actually doing something and growing. It's all about growth, you know, and everything that I'm doing now in this new business venture is all about growth and understanding, Hey, I don't have all the keys, but guys that have been there, done that, or someone else in this crowd that might've been there, done that. I can get that information from them, mm -hmm. you know, and network with these people and understand that, uh, we're all trying to go somewhere good together and not necessarily mire in the comfort where everybody else is. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why I got the ticket. You know, yeah. I mean, it's important to me to uh, not only there's too many people out there that don't necessarily back what they want 100 percent. They kind of halfway do things. Mm -hmm. So we did business together. This is something you put on. Is this your first event like this? This is our first event. Yeah. That's why I supported it. 100 I believe in what you're doing. That's why I cop the tickets. Nah, I appreciate that. That's so dope, man. Thank you. Um, damn. Um, yeah, so, you know, you came out on a whim. You copped the Hotep Nation tickets. And, um, you know, for me, that that says a lot about an individual because I always talk about, like, in the Mogul Summit, we're like, yo, you got to go out, shake hands, and kiss babies. You know, like, that's really the thing that drives a person's business forward, it, you know, is... You know, like we were even talking about the the 
uh, we were talking to the president of this hotel earlier. And he was nice. saying the same thing. Like right now, the, this place isn't technically even open, um, but everything is happening organically, word of mouth. And that's how they're getting business. And it's just like a lot of people said that wasn't, that wouldn't even be possible. And they're still renovating and, and, and updating this hotel. But you went and you understood, hey, this is a, a, a pretty you know, small investment for me to come out and network. And you know, again, it's just like, like you hungry. Like, like I always like, like some people that are hungry, I'd like to stick around because um, I'm very selfish in a way where I'm like, oh, he's got a lot of energy and he's pushing forward. I need to stick next to him because it'll help like motivate me. Like standing next to him and be like, oh shit, I gotta, damn, I gotta do some more push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know? Like um, I remember when we had the, uh, the first CME, when we first flew out there, I was like, damn, I'm like 20 pounds underweight. So I had, to, I put on 20 pounds before the CME, you know? So like going out and being around your competition, um, it, it, it really like motivates you and helps keep you going, man. And I saw you cop the ticket. I'm like, yeah, you really trying to out here move. So I think you're gonna be really successful with the supplement line, man. It's, it's just been, it's, it's been something else, but I've learned a lot from you and I really appreciate the time that, you, you know, that, that trade-off was well worth its weight in gold for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, hopefully I'll get an opportunity to meet all these gents here in this crowd. And oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we're, we're here till Sunday, so. And most of us. See what we can come up with. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Phil Boston. We about ready to start, yo? This pump. I think, is the show supposed to start now, or when is it supposed to start? Ladies and gentlemen, the coon of all coons, oh, Kim Jong-coon, <laughs> the dictator of all coons, Mr. Coontastic, Coon Luminati, oh, Overlord, Griff Lord, leader, Uncle Hotep, clap it up for Uncle Hotep. <laughs> Uncle Hotep was the first nigga with a MAGA hat, you know that? When they tell Black History Month, <laughs> This is the first black man to ever wear a MAGA hat. <laughs> Uncle Hotep. Y'all let him get with these lies, man. No, <laughs> it's but, true. But thank everybody for coming out. I appreciate it. Who, who, who wore, what black man wore a MAGA hat before you? Shout out ABM. Shout out ABM. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't an episode go by to hear him shout him out. He got to start paying, yo. He didn't send a super chat or something. He owed some bread as much as you didn't endorse them. You know, finally, we finally got this this going, man. I thought this take forever, man. I was just like, I don't know. I was nervous. I was, I got to fly out here, then we got to do this show. We're finally out here, it's, it looks it's great. You know, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. I was nervous too, man. You know, I didn't know what to expect. I figured if I just drink enough beer, I'll be all right. <laughs> 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 but um, now nah, it's good to be here. Uh, we, I think the first time we tried to schedule this event, there was some um, oh, yeah. conflicts is... of schedules. Well, no, remember, this got canceled, you know, through the COVID, you know, remember and then this the COVID, was like two right. years, three years in a row, wait, two years in a row. Two years, because the first year was scheduled conflicts. Right. Then the second year, it was scheduled conflicts and like Christmas was coming up and it was just like, all right, we might as well just schedule this for like next year, like yeah. summer. And then that came and then we set the date. It is like the this is like the third time because we set the first one in and the, the pandemic hit. Yeah. 
<laughs> Plandemic. You heard what Saki said. <laughs> you heard what Saki said. <laughs> she did say that. She, she did slip up and say that. Um, yeah, you're right. And then I had to get that refund back. Like, nah, yo, they shut this down. Um, and then, yeah, we finally got this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Okay, oh, we shut this down right now. <laughs> yeah, let us see it. Yo, again, yeah, make sure. <laughs> make sure y'all see this, yo. Man, y'all been calling me the fans for fucking. Y'all been me the fans for two fucking years. It's about Wait. goddamn time. We knew this motherfucker was the fans. Ain't no white man ever been this nice. <laughs> You didn't bring me up to interview me at all. I had to get my, I had to get my chance in the spotlight once. <laughs> What's up, everybody? He came with the show him the back, show him the back, show him the back of the jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you see it? Move forward, move forward, move, move towards Uncle Hotel. Move towards Uncle Hotel. He got the FBI joint. Oh my god! I even went and bought these sunglasses. I had to do it on right. I ordered this like six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all stepped up talking about how we get shut down. Shout out to Chad. But, Ch but they call him a fed in the Discord all the time. Especially Lemley. Lemley always calls him a, a fed. He swears he's a fed. Lemley will put money up that he's a fed. <laughs> Um, so what's good, man? You want to get into it or you want to talk super chats? Oh, let's go through the super chats. Uh, thanks everybody. Uh, everybody in the chat, uh, 407 in the room, uh, 408, uh, hit that thumbs up, hit this, that, uh, share button, 252 likes. Let's get these likes over 300. Um, battle crane. Thanks for donation. Tune in, drop out. Uh, has Vegas put odds on Biden finishing out his term has to be less than 50, 50 at this point. <laughs> What do you think? I always said somebody said two years. Yeah, I don't two. Think, yeah, two's fit. I don't know how he's still in there. Man, still in there. they got kind of hinting at it though. The other day he said something about Kamala being in China for him or something like that. They but, got him under pressure, man. Yeah, they do. Um, Wasted Talent Podcast. Uh, we doing the crate challenge for our freedom from the day <laughs> Has anybody done the crate challenge in this room? Huh? <laughs> um, Reagan's, Reagan's crack crates. <laughs> That's why you can't find them. Uh, Dean B, oh boy, hope they aren't talking reckless about the redacted in public. Have fun in Vegas, guys. Uh, thank Cheers. you for the warning, Dean B. Francisco Ventura, thank you for donation. Hillway, Raheem Gunner Purpose proposed that Shines have to pass the extra high crate challenge to skip the jab. Let's just talk about this. I said you put some books on them crates, man. They, they'll stop this. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Hota said if you put some books on the top of the crates, they will. Would that work? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm, 
I just I'm sick of these viral viral challenges that the shine when the shine gets into something they go 110 percent. That's one thing about the shine they go 110 percent. Like that um, when they was throwing the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, niggas was was just wearing ice, man, like all over the place. You know, like there was niggas was polar bears. And shit. <laughs> you know, but now they're fucking climbing all over crates and shit, man. Yeah, lady put her her. her I seen one dude, he had his Tim's on. Not even the butt niggas, the, the, the real Tim's. And he just, Randy, he did, it. he did the whole thing though. Yeah, you he gotta do it fast. It. You have to do it fast. That looks like that's the a tactic to win. And we got people dying. And they got people getting shot on the crates, man. Absolutely. This is, should they ban crates, man? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I saw what was funny? Somebody was like, they got mad because white people started doing it. <laughs> yeah, we can't have nothing. We can't have nothing. I'm like, this the shit y'all trying to hold on to. <laughs> the great challenge. Oh no, they stole the great challenge. God forbid some white people bust their ass and crack their head open. That shit had me dying. I didn't. I didn't understand that at all. And you know what's funny is the ice bucket challenges for ALS, and ALS mostly affects white men. So really, when the when the when the shine was involved, they was saving white supremacy. <laughs> They're like, nothing, yeah, nothing save the white man, <laughs> dumping buckets of ice water on the head. That's fact. That's the scientific fact. Trust the science. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wish it stopped. Man. We need to stop that. Um, um, but 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 here's 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 the issue. The grift is undefeated. Yeah. We're in the age of social media and clout chasing, and if a nigga can get some clout or some shit, they definitely gonna try. I can tell you that they definitely gonna try their hardest. And um, I saw a couple of winners out there. I was proud of. Couple of guys that made the whole way. Okay. You know, uh, I was proud of. Them. You know, you can see the intelligence. The lady in heels. She did it. In There's a lady in, that did it in heels. Yeah. There's a lady that didn't make it. Right. R.I.P. And I knew, I knew somebody was gonna get their ass bust. And I was like, somebody gonna crack this shit wide open. I didn't think somebody was gonna die. Then they were shooting. Yeah. At the crate challenge. <laughs> then I saw promoters made up flyers and say, come to the crate towns in the park. <laughs> anyway, enough about the crates. Uh, Ken Thurow, uh, thanks for a donation. Um, Ricky Green, $100 donation. Thank you, Ricky Green. We'll get here there next year. Thank you all for the content and help me, helping me change my life and my family's life too. Yeah, come on out. Next year's gonna be dope. You know, that's one thing I say, you know, like people, you know, say we help them out and help change their lives and stuff like that. You know, um, I don't know if it sounds corny, it gives me fuzzies and stuff like that. You know, I, I just, I don't know. What? That we ha actually help people, you know, um, you know, listen to us. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, a lot of people say a lot of bad things about us. Yeah. Um, and. Like, like that, dad asked me an interview once because he, you know, I was telling about a, a lot of people who say, you know, that we, um, for the grits. Oh. For the grits. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hey. 
Let's go. Fifty dollar live super chat. Um. <laughs> they throwing money in here. Hey, shout out to y'all over there. The grift is real. The grift is real. You put that right there. Mm-hmm. Buy a lot of weed with that. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, we're gonna do some great good with with this with this money for the for the community. <laughs> Oh, uh, who was he talking about? I, I'm high. So I'm high. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I've been drinking and smoking. I'm a nigga. Helping people out. That oh yes, we help people out sometimes. Yes, we do help people out in between um, smoke sessions. Um, now I think um, you know what it is. Like Dad said, we should talk that up more, right? And I'm like, nah, nigga, you trying to get me killed? Because. <laughs> That was my biggest problem with all the civil rights movements. They just loud and wrong. Right. Be quiet and right. If you helping people, just help people. Everybody, like the other day, you know, I hate doing this right now that I'm doing this, but this is such a perfect example. I'm at the gas station, couple pulls up, she hops out the car like, I need gas here, you can have my ring, you know? And I'm like, oh, you need gas? I saw they have Florida places out of town. Obviously it was probably out of gas. And I was like, just go fill this shit up. You know what I'm saying? But they was, um, they was spicy whites, you know? So I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> spicy whites from the Middle East. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I didn't know, you know, if they were trustworthy or not. So, you know, I still went over to and I was like, yo, let me see that ring. Let me, you know, I did like a little fake ass appraisal and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Close my eye, look at the bitch. I didn't know what I was looking at. Um, but I just wanted to see if she was genuine in that gesture. So I filled the tank up and she came back over at the tank. I filled up and she went to hand me the ring. I'm like, nah, you good. Just go ahead, take that. Like, I'm blessed that I'm even in a position where I could even put gas in your tank. I just put the goddamn $70 of Biden's $70 in the goddamn. <laughs> I might as well fill your shit up too. I'm already broke after this shit. So, you know, I was, I just feel like when you're blessed, you got to bless people and God puts things in front of you when it's just like, you just kind of just got to go with it. I, but I'm not going to sit there and like take a picture of her and like, Hey, let's record a video. Look, I just bought this lady's gas. Uh -huh. Hotel nation. Like I'm not that type of individual. So when dad said, talk it up, I'm like, no, nah, just, we just do good things for people. And you'll see it. Like when they say like, you help us out, you know, that's our mission is just to help people. You know, sometimes people say, oh, you, know, you don't do nothing for the black community. I'm like, well, we do a lot for the white community. What's your problem? You know, they show up. Um, but we got a lot of black people. I think that we touch and help as well. But I think what it is, is they put that wall up that, oh, they're hoteps. And we want to talk right. about the Ari Lennox thing. You know, they're hoteps. So don't talk to them. Right. So like you, you, you basically, if you listening to that, you hurting yourself. Cause we give you all the free information and we help anybody. Um, sparked up and aware. Hotel Con looks lit. My dumbass gave the NFL money to go to the game. I can't get into without the jab. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> when I could have been building with hotels and malls and all of us, Alex Shakur and Audible Unk, they told me Hotel to build 49.99 donation. Thank you, Sparked Up. Yeah. 
Um, Jeff Curtis, shout out to all the made it. See you all soon. Shout out to Jeff Curtis. Yo, clap it up. Can I get a round of applause for Jeff Curtis? Huge, huge, huge supporter of me. Jeff, I want to talk business with you. I have another project uh, I want you to invest in. This, this one is a guaranteed win. Remind me to talk to you about this. It's been in the back of my head for the past few weeks. Um, but we got a great group of guys, great group of responsible guys. You know the project I'm probably talking about. Um, I would love for you to invest in this. And I think this is definitely one of those, another avenue of guaranteed return on investment. Oh shit. We got to play some R&B music. Oh man. Oh man. You, you know, gotta bring the props in. We know we oh, for this guy, man. Oh, oh they look God. perfect. So, oh my God, oh, they look so there you good. Go, <laughs> oh, baby. Clap it up for the planting, y'all. Oh, they. Oh, I got it. Um, Jabari Allen, what up, Hotep? Next year, I'll be definitely in the building. Learn to network and make sure the coupies on tight. Yeah. 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 There's good. Anybody want some? There's a little bit of salt on it. There is. There's some sea salt on it. Feel free to come up and have some. You know what I'm saying? Julio Caesars, th Scissors, thanks for donation. Go ahead, come ask him. Come ask him. Um, LP Mrs. Caucus. You know, that might, plantains might be the, the best you island niggas have contributed to. <laughs> In my opinion. <laughs> What's about, as you being the resident island nigga, what, what, what did y'all contribute better than plantains? We gave y'all niggas Marcus Garvey. We gave you niggas life and y'all threw it away. Them shines at the NWCP had them locked up. We gave y'all a blessing. Oxtail. Mm. We gave y'all niggas oxtail. We gave y'all curry goat. We gave y'all jerk. We gave y'all Bob Marley. Jerk. Maybe jerk. <laughs> we no, you. we're not giving you Bob Marley. Man. Don't we say it. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed that last week, man. Anyway, shout out to the island uh, for, for the plantains. Um, you know, Jamaica is the only flag that doesn't have red, white, or blue in it. Is it? Mm -hmm. We some unique niggas. <laughs> I just finished that book, uh, Garvey, you mm -hmm. know, his speeches. Oh, speeches and writings? Did yeah. you hear this, the chapter on the NAACP? No, I don't, I don't think. Or did you? It might be a different version. OK. They it probably took it. that chapter out, like, now nah, these <laughs> niggas can't hear this shit. <laughs> um, LP Mrs. Caucus. Um, Shout out to Hotel Nation from the Mrs. Mrs. Mises call. Mises. 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 Get your Caucasian up, bro. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Take human action. Hotel and build together. We'll be out there next time. See you at the Solutionary Summit 9395 in Miami. Okay. Shout out to Mars Touré. Clap it for Mars Touré and Solutionary Summit. That's next week, Miami. Uh, Disla, don't mind my cheap five bucks. Look, congrats, Uncle Hotep and Hotep Jesus. Uncle Hotep should NFT that thumbnail of him with that MAGA hat. <laughs> Mr. Watts, Hotep Nation made me not ashamed to be white. Colonized like council. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Fearless Adventure, Australia truckers say they shutting it down September 1st. 
and uh, take L says salute. Thank you. Um, He's looking up some more Jamaica facts. <laughs> now I'm trying to um, make sure they um, got the uh, link. I never tweeted out the link to the show. Uh, where do you want to start first, Bill? Um, hold on, I can't think. Did you want me to text it to you? You get sent your phone. What the list? Yeah. No, the, the link. The uh, show. Now I got it right now. All right. <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to help. I know that's a white people thing. They always try to help when you don't need help. Next thing you know, you want welfare section eight. <laughs> 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 He's stalling, man. Because I'm about to dig in his ass. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> Bent over two dogs. <laughs> I said pause. <laughs> You know, we joke a lot about Kim Jong-un and, and all of that. Okay. We actually have people from Korea here. We got um, some representatives from, from Korea, right? North Korea, South Korea? South Korea. South Korea. Okay. Clap it up for South Korea in the building. <laughs> we reaching all over the globe, baby. Kim Jong-un saying his FBI agents over here. Okay. <laughs> That's the wrong country, man. You see, there you go, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> She's stolen. Shikari, you put me on trial, call me a coon. Oh, we're going right now. We're going right here. Hope Trap um, Court. Let's go. Uh, it's not Hope I'm not guilty. Now is when I hit the button. <laughs> go ahead, bang the gavel, yo. Anyway, I made a tweet about Brett Farr. You called me a coon for making a tweet. Now, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, bang, bang. <laughs> Hotel Court is Hotel, in session. Hotel Court is now in session. All rise for the honorable. Uncle Hotel. <laughs> now. <laughs> hang that nigga now. Everybody was giving me shit for that tweet about Shikari, which was just a sub. I didn't really say her name. She races, <laughs> you island niggas, <laughs> comes in dead last. <laughs> then she gets up, walks off the the, uh, the stage, I mean, this track, she's talking big shit. Yeah. Can't be home. Everybody passed it off like, nah, man, I love her energy. Well, some people are getting annoyed about it. Mm -hmm. You know, why is the loser getting more recognition than the three winners? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then, uh, what's her name? Ashanti Phoenix? <laughs> I always butcher your name. Allison <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> I mess everybody's name up, don't bend mine. Everybody. <laughs> anyway, she's a former Olympian. She Allison was, Felix, yes. Yeah. She's a former Olympian and said, well, you know, we got to support her. And then Shikari said, oh, if you weren't saying nothing, don't say nothing. You know what I mean? Don't support me. You're just doing it for be on TV. 
the shine has turned on Shikari. I, I need my conviction vacated <laughs> because now everybody is digging in. Shikari's behind. Uh huh. So give me the paperwork for my not guilty. <laughs> let me out of hold jail. On, hold on, like hold Trump on. was letting niggas out of jail. You <laughs> let me out of jail for this one. Not, not so fast, sir. Not so fast, sir. Not so fast. <laughs> First of all, it was. Yeah, bring it close. Yeah, yeah. It was it was about the timing, sir. Your timing was was quite insensitive. You didn't have a big enough heart for the black community and the black woman, and you chose a crucial time to attack her. I still like Shikari though. I like her niggerness, niggerness, or or or, or niggardry, or her 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 hoodness, her streetness, her unpolishedness, her her youngness, because I think a lot of it has to do with her youth. She's just a young, wild nigga. Um well, no excuse. There's plenty of shines that go that out is there an and excuse. win. That is an excuse. Come on. Well, when well, well, she's running against Jamaicans now. The sad part is the white woman beat her. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think the white woman was in eighth place and she was in ninth. <laughs> Don't don't quote me on that. You know, I'll be. Is that a fact? <laughs> oh, give me my paperwork right now. <laughs> Paul smoked it too. <laughs> I know I'm not guilty, man. God damn. I heard a lot of people saying she should have just pretended she got an injury. She shouldn't have took the race. If it was me, I wouldn't have raced to the next Olympics. Do you think this is gonna hurt her? Or like a lot of people was like, yo, Nike called it the next day, like, yo, you dropped from the label. Is she good or is she done? I don't know, man. Like, I think she might have ran the race of her life, you know what I mean? And that doesn't mean she'll be able to run that fast again, you know what I mean? Um, but let's not change the subject. I need my conviction <laughs> vacated. <laughs> I need my conviction vacated because you know why? Hotep's been told you about her ass and I've been told you about that and y'all didn't stick with me. Y'all didn't see it. This nigga didn't stick with me. We're going to have to go to the jury on that one. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, chat one. <laughs> what is it? One guilty, two not guilty? One guilty, two not guilty. Let me hear from the chat. One guilty and two Audience not guilty. Audience put ones for, for, for guilty, two not guilty. Two, two. <laughs> we got Man, you've been exonerated. <laughs> we need to bring that evidence back up on the screen. Oh man. That tweet was insensitive, though. You was gripping hard. It made you delete the tweet. That's why you should still be guilty. Because you should have. Yeah, you knew you was wrong because you deleted the tweet. <laughs> Word. You trying to delete the evidence? I'm seeing a lot of twos in the chat. Plenty of twos. A lot of twos. A lot of twos in there. Damn, he's exonerated. All right, you got off on this one, man. <laughs> Cancel, hashtag cancel. Oh, no,
She was running slow, right? She looked like when the fire changed the running See, y'all got Chad out here with this shit. <laughs> y'all could have just left it alone, man. <laughs> Yo, Chad. Chad going to tag me in a tweet the other day, yesterday, picking me up from the airport, talking about, oh, he's still on CPT time. <laughs> I said, does Chad know that if the world found out he was talking to me like this, they think I'm an ultimate coon and he's a racist? <laughs> You're not allowed to say that, Chad. He doesn't care that the whole world is watching. This is why we can't go mainstream. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, did you expect her to come in like in in a, in a high level of the race or not dead last? I didn't I'm sorry, man. That's that was wild. Yeah, dead last. I was like, damn, shorty. I was sad. I'll be honest with you. I was sad because I liked her. You know, I was like, you know, she got a little spice to her. She got the 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 thirty five inch weave or whatever it is and. That shit be moving and kind of the shape. <laughs> I like, I like, I like marketing. You know, when she can't made sure like she's got the hair that's you know you can't forget her. So I was like, yo, I wanna. But damn, she got she, all that smoking and then got smoked. <laughs> damn. Did did now I seen a lot of Jamaicans talk about it because they were saying oh they were Jamaicans when it was all hot. <laughs> <laughs> That, he, this guy right here. <laughs> he trying to play it cool and say, uh, take her side. But he going, he got a, a burner account on Jamaica Twitter and he talking a whole bunch of shit on Shakari Richardson. That bumper guy letting that nigga. I can't even talk that shit. You know what I mean? Go ahead and say, give me some pat what is it, patois? Pat patois. patois. Give me some patois on her, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> retarded, yeah. Amir, I wish I'm with Hotep Nation right now, but Canada is making it hard for us with the jab and testing. Uh, Khalid Cooper, 49.99 donation. Thank you, Khalid. Uh, Mayor Ron, sending this one from the academic probation for not wearing the Sub-Zero in class this week, keeping a black man uh, with his books. The Sub-Zero. <laughs> Damn, is it like that? Uh, CJ, man, uh, Biden been looking pretty badly. Do you look likely seeing him stepping down in the near future? Y'all ready for Kamala to be our new pres? Thank you, come again. I'm ready for Kamala Finance to be our president. Let's go. At least when we get some bullshit, we got something nice to look at. What'd you think about the Kabul, Kabul, Kabul bombing today? Sorry. <laughs> the Kabul bombing? Yeah. Shit. I don't give a fuck what they doing over long as they let us out and stop blocking us down. 13 US service members lost their lives today. That's sad. I'll be honest with you, that's sad. That's not even a joke. That's that's really sad. Um, you know, shout out to the families and the lives lost and uh, 12 lost their lives and I think several others were injured uh, in the bomb. A lot of Afghan kids too, I think. Kids too? Yeah. I mean, it's back to, you know, back to the regularly scheduled program. You know, that's why getting Trump out of there was so important 
so they can get back to their regularly scheduled, you know, um, terrorist threat. And then, are you blaming Biden for this? Uh, no, Biden, he's probably asleep somewhere. He has no idea what's going on. Um, we can't blame Biden. I, I Why not? Biden doesn't even know what year it is. <laughs> You're, Biden said the buck stops here. Buck stops with me. That's what he said. That's out of his words, out of his mouth. Yeah. I got to put it on him, man. You see what the Taliban just did, right? What is it? The Delta variant of ISIS. Oh, my gosh. This is what they did. They, oh, the buck stops with me. Kaboom and kaboom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you non-threatening. They wouldn't have tried that shit with Trump. Trump would have put Afghanistan underneath the water. So you blame the Taliban, not the the the, the Congo Indigo Association. Well, the Congo Indigo Association is going to obviously um, be the puppeteers of this whole outfit. Um, I, I just, you know, for me, it's like it, it sounds very selfish, but what happens is this. You're hit with all these different world issues and domestic issues, so on and so forth. And this is like, then they hit us with the with the pandemic. And you like, look, dog, like, fine, fuck it. Just bomb some foreign countries. Just just don't do this shit no more. You know what I right. mean? It's like it, it's gotten so bad that they putting their foot up our ass so bad that you begging for some terror shit to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I can you just create another ISIS and leave me the fuck alone? You know, it's it's selfish, and that comes back to our American privilege, you know, because I'm here looking quite luxurious with the hair and the plantains, and people are getting fucking bombed in another foreign country. You know, like, life could be uh, different. Um, you know, so I'm thankful in, in that respect for, for being an American, you know, and, and I recognize that privilege. But um, at the same time, I'm happy. Right. Because hopefully they'll do that instead of fuck with us. You don't think they'll make an ISIS American variant? ISIS USA or something like that? Well, they got that already. The alt-right or whatever the fuck, white supremacy or some shit. I think that's their new terrorist. And I could deal with that. I could deal with a bunch of rednecks. That's that's a piece of cake. What about ISIS-K? Like, what? <laughs> I can't. What is that K cereal, Kellogg's or some shit? Special K? Come on, man. They ain't the brand. You're the brander, man. You're the marketer, right? So, what would you do for the? <laughs> <laughs> Give them some marketing tips because ISIS K is not working, man. What does the K stand for? I don't know. <laughs> Kill a nigga. <laughs> I think it's for Kabul. Kabul, ISIS. Oh, this is ISIS in Kabul. I don't know. Kazars. They're great at marketing. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> they, they just making up anything. Right. You know, they just making up anything. So, oh, let's call it this. Let's blame it on this group. And it's some excuse to, you know, take away somebody's freedom somewhere, somehow. It's a reason to, to misrepresent our taxpayer money. And it's just like, oh, Trump said we killed ISIL. Yeah, he did, but this is ISIS K. So that's different, I guess, you know. But it's just more of the same, you know, uh, what's in the name, you know, and all these groups were, you know, I, I think uh, Bin Laden was sort of uniting some of these groups back in the day, you know, so on and so forth. I know Scott Horton has written books on this stuff that I've uh, dove into. Um, 
but this this has everything to do with uh, the white man being on sacred land. They don't want the white man on sacred land. So the Taliban, you know, ISIS band, whatever band it is, they all got the same purpose. Okay. So you want Kamala? I like Kamala. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> she's a woman, and I don't look like looking at men. If somebody gonna lie to me, let it be a woman. What? <laughs> like, think about it. This is like, all right, we got options, right? You can either get fucked by a man or fucked by a woman. Let me get fucked by a woman. Either way, we're getting screwed. What the fuck is he talking about? You tell did we talk about the United States of America? Do you want Biden bending you over or Kamala? Neither one. You're right. But at least one of them ain't, you know, rainbow. It's borderline. I don't know. I don't know. You don't think of Kamala's attractive? Was. I think she still is. No. She light skinned. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> She's not attractive? This nigga got nerve to call me a coon with his own these comments. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kamala. I think I think she's um, she looks great. She wears she Tim's. she wears Tims. You know what I mean? What's wrong with her? I've seen a lot of people were scared. They like they want get by now, but a lot of people if we no, get by now, we got no. Kamala. No, if see the, the the whole thing is this: if you would have had Kamala, you would have had somebody in there making it harder for the plutocracy and the oligarchs. You see, Biden's easy for the plutocracy and the oligarchs. You give him some Adderall in the script and you wheel him out there. You tell him, don't take no questions and you wheel him back. A woman gonna ask too many questions. That's why we want Kamala in there because she don't get in the media. She's gonna be like, what about this? What about that? So it's gonna slow the process down. That's why I like Trump because Trump was like, you know, uh, 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 you know, something in the gears that's like, you know, kind of like, clogging things up and diverting the system and distracting the system and slowing things up. So that's what I look for, you know, okay. at the very minimum, somebody who's gonna disrupt. And I think Kamala would be a disruptor simply for being a black, well, is she black? <laughs> a person of color woman. She's Indian, man. She is definitely Indian. Yeah. She is dot, red dot, Indian. Only island niggas, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There is a, a large red dot population. Did you know my um my brother and sister are half red dot Indian? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I have brother and half sister. They're red dot Indian. So my brother, like when he was younger, he used to wear his, his hair like Michael Jackson, and he used to wear the Michael Jackson. I swear to God, he's wear the Mike. He used to get all the girls because he looked like Michael Jackson. Brown Mike, not white Mike. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Chris campaign. <laughs> but there's a large Indian population in, in why do you think they call it the West Indies, right? This the West Indies, because the Indian man came over. You know, we thought, thought the white man put his foot in the black man's ass. <laughs> I got some stories for you. <laughs> my bad, continue. My bad. Chris campaign. I wish I was out there. Great show as always. Uh Nick Bergstrom, uh free Unc now. Thank you, Nick. Thank um, you. <laughs> Black Sunday, reparations for Unk for being rightfully acquitted. <laughs> Pop-up Hotep, Shikari is the best representation representation of the shine, which is why she won't be canceled, held accountable. 
Attitude plus energy is peak crate culture. <laughs> peak crate challenge shine. Damn, that's a new breed of shine. That was a new low for us. Uh, CJ Man 12, 2112. Biden has been looking pretty bad lately. Um, I think I read that. It's out of order. Uh, Mr. Watts, Hotep Court, the only place to find justice in America 2021. Free Unk 222. Thank you, people, for the freedom. Uh, Hillway, do you see the redacted LA Times trying to cancel Larry Elder? Let's get into that. Let's get into that. Larry Elder? Larry's a threat, man. California coon. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Larry Elder got to be a coon? Well, he's an OG coon. Oh, we went over this a couple of episodes ago. No, oh, man. Now the LA Times has said he is, don't get it twisted. I think they said Larry Elder is the face of whites, says <laughs> a black face to whites. Yeah, yeah, they did say that. Come on, man. Let's stop this. We got to stop this, man. That has to stop. Just because a black person has different opinions, it doesn't mean he's the face of white supremacy. And you know who they got? They got a black woman to write that, write the article. Come on, we got to stop turning on each other like that. Who'd I tell you the white liberal always go get to do their dirty work? Come on, man. Stop putting these women down. Always gonna be a mammy in the kitchen doing the cooking and they're cooking black men. I'm telling you, that's who they said. That's not important. It is important. It's very important, but continue. Is Larry can Larry do it? Can Larry do it? He's up in the polls, isn't he? Rasputin or whatever. I don't know what happened now. You know, he he dated a white woman. The white woman said he (laughs) what he he asked if my gun was loaded. He wanted to break up with her or something like that. Oh, yeah, Smoking yeah. weed. Yeah. But is like, how is it that Newsom can be such a total failure, but the threat of Larry Elder is making them shake in their boots? Mm, yeah. I think because he's got a real chance to win, right? Yeah, I think so. At least from the polls, what I saw. Do you think he do a good job? No. Is anybody in California from yeah, some people in California? Uh, do y'all th- do you think Larry can do it? He's the sage of South Central. That's what he calls himself. He said that. Anybody? Anybody? I, I don't. I don't trust motherfuckers that can win. <laughs> what? He too clean. He too. He too. The fact that he can win lets me know that he's too connected. Okay. And when you too connected, it's just like, it's one of those situations where it's like, vote Larry Elder, but I'm not saying protect that nigga because he can afford private security, you know? I haven't made it that far yet. I can't afford private security. What does that have to do with anything, man? I just wanted to say Can you support a black man, man? (laughs) Can you support a black man? Yeah, I said vote for him. But we not protecting him. Like, if, you know what I mean? Like, this is the problem with conservatives. Y'all put all y'all chips behind one motherfucker, and then two years later, y'all complaining like, oh, I can't believe he voted that way for the stabby. It's like, you you the one that said hashtag protect Larry Elder. You know, so I don't know Larry Elder, so I can't even say definitively one way or another how people should judge him. I'm just saying from the cursory look, from the outside looking in, if the motherfucker got a chance to win, I don't trust him. I want, you know, I want to see when I want to see, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jerry the janitor run for, for governor. 
you know, uh, uh, Gary the garbage truck guy, you know, um, you know, uh, Charles the construction worker. I want to see. Here's the problem with America: the two-party system needs to be blue-collar and white-collar. Okay, that's what the two. If you ain't blue-collar, you can't run for the Republican Party or whatever you're gonna name this. You know, the blue-collar party. There's nobody in there representing the people that is of the people. Larry Elder, Larry Elder's house is way too big to trust. He said he against the mandates. That's what he said. <laughs> but when that white man put his foot up his ass, what he gonna say? He a black man. He gonna stand tall, man. I got, yeah, I got right. support. Ados, the sage of South Central. He ain't gonna fold. He not gonna fold. He ain't gonna fold. Well, they gonna fold his ass. Pause. <laughs> 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 It's gonna be the last you hear of Larry <laughs> <laughs> Um, Where are we at? So but I think people should vote for him. The, the Democrats, obviously, with a headline like that, they're obviously scared of him. So I would definitely say go vote for him. It sounds like that could be disruptive to the plans. I'm for everything disruptive to the plans, but I'm not really about getting behind individuals. Gotcha. Uh, Jesse Thomas, if Biden knew how to pull out, Hunter would never have been born. <laughs> Yo, if you missed the super chat, you missed the best parts of the show. Come on, man. <laughs> That's a wild one. Uh, Cassius Cam, I'm telling y'all, the botch withdrawal was to get society's support going back. Forever Wars 101. Mm. You know, that's a, um, a theory that's been out there. What? ISIS-K is going to uh, force us to go back into Afghanistan. Oh, OK. So um, I guess I should probably invest in Lockheed Martin, and Halliburton, Halliburton, yeah, Raytheon, Boeing, Raytheon, yeah, some good stock time. Ooh, I get to get rich off of. Let me not say that. You know they uh, they made the you know they made the stab quote unquote approved, and oh, they're yeah. going to make the military they're going to make them take it. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. But I think there's some funniness. I'm not. We're not going to get into you know that that paper. You know, it looks like there's some inconsistencies with it. But you know, they asked the the, the person about the the military, and they said they're going to, you know, use persuasion, you know, to get these people to take it. Yeah. So it, that tells me that like it's not. I don't think if they don't take it, they're going to get kicked out. They're going to make them do PT, wash the <laughs> wash the toilets. You know, give them some you know extra duty if they don't take the the, the punch. Mm. Mm. What do you think? What employees is this? This is for the military, DOD. The military? Damn. So you're gonna have to do like garbage duty and shit like that. Well, you know me. I'm always about you know. What did Joe dumbass sign up for? Air Force, greatest chair force. Well, not you. <laughs> well, not you. Oh, right. But yeah, right. But the individual. When you sign off on that paper, don't that say they own your ass? Basically, yeah. So you signed up for, you know, any fucking thing. But I don't feel bad for your ass. White, no, no Viet Congs never called me, nigga. No, come on. <laughs> no Afghanis never called for They probably did. So what happened to support the troops? I support the troops. <laughs> Absolutely. I support the troops. I just don't support the decision to become a troop. 
You know what I mean? I mean, that might be the only option some people have. You know, I, I'll never regret and that's why I design. I don't know about design. You know, I grew up in a broken home, man. The only reason, you know, I white man was, broke your home. No, <laughs> niggas, niggas, niggas broke my home, man. I'm only trying to put this on the white man with this one. If the white man did it, no, no. But I, you know, I'll never regret the day I joined. You know, um, I didn't stay long, but uh, I learned a lot, and it changed my life forever. I'll never regret, you know, joining the Air Force. Yeah, no, I think that was. I, I almost went. No way. I swear to God. <laughs> Where are you going to join? The Marines? Uh, no, Air Force. Okay. Yeah. They, they talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a gang member. In <laughs> I feel safe now. <laughs> um, no, nah, I was supposed to go. Um, but the only reason why I wanted to go was because I was on probation. Okay. And it was like, oh no, you were Sean. You can't come. So I, I, my Sean status. Actually, you tried to run from the court case. You signed up for the white man's military. You let me on. <laughs> and they looked at my case and was like, no, nah, we don't want. <laughs> I was, I was, I was almost a military man. Let me tell you, I got this recurring dream. Right. It happened at least three or four times, where I'm in the dream. And I'm on a bus to go to boot camp. Okay. And I'm like, no, I got hotels been told you on Thursday. <laughs> I swear to God, yo. And I wake up like, oh, okay, I can do the show tonight. The other one I have is like, I cut my hair. Like, oh my God, like my hair's oh, not here anymore. But those are like two recurrent dreams. I get drafted into the military and I can't do hotels been told you anymore. I don't know what that what that means, but um, yeah. But no, I, you know, I support the troops, you know, um, the, the, I don't support the mandate, obviously, you know, I'm not with that. I don't, right. I don't think that's cool at all. Uh, you signed up for the shit. So, hey, you know, we're going to watch and see what happens to you if you turn to a zombie or not after you, you know, you start turning green to grown horses and shit. And I know, I think something really bad is going to happen, though. I think everybody's going to grow a dick in like yeah. 10 years. <laughs> like right out the side of their head, it's just going to be a dick just growing out. I'm serious. Like something bad is going to happen from, from, from these forced mandates. I promise you. They're going to say, oh, did you know that, you know, 10 years ago, everybody that took the vaccine's got a dick growing out the side of their head now? Like some shit's going to happen, you know? I'm telling you, like it's going to be some side effects. So everybody that got it, uh, I'm gonna be laughing at your ass in a couple of years, but I ain't touching it. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Got two two big ass dicks growing out your head like horns. <laughs> Red Pill Rasa, thanks for a donation of twenty dollars. Uh, this life, Larry Elder. Keeps trending the wind. Redacted, aka the landlords, would roll out the, the white and black women to say he uh, mm -hmm. took it from. Mm -hmm. Shaking my head. Mm -hmm. Justin seven oh four purple shirt in the back says, "Don't take your damn Oakleys off. You're inside." That nigga think he cool. Man, this lighting just popped my eyes. Man, I got I got sensitive eyes. Man. That's the Matrix glasses, <laughs> the Morpheus glasses. <laughs> um, I wear those when you drop red pills. Uh, reaction PR, Hotep Nation. Sorry, I couldn't be there. You know, too long. You know, not too long ago we executed D Day. Now we're choosing to bring our people home. Well, they're gonna be going right back soon. Um, where, where you wanna go to next? Oh, well, let's talk about Herschel Walker. 
Louisiana. Oh, Herschel Walker is going to run for Georgia, um, you know, Senate. Governor? Yeah. Governor? The governor? Yeah. Of um, the nigger state, right? What's it called? Georgia? The great state of Georgia. Yeah. We have some people from Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. I love Georgia. My grandmother's from Georgia. She's from Cairo, Georgia. Oh, is she? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you got to understand when I say the word nigga, I mean it in the in the in the in the original term. It meant emperor, negus, right? It meant emperor. This is you see what the the biggest trick the white man ever did was took the word nigga from us. <laughs> it's the, one of the biggest tricks he ever did. Okay. He, he circled around and had you hate the own shit you done created. Schools. He done took the word nigga and turned it into a class and called it critical race theory. <laughs> White man went around, whooped our black ass, then turned around and said, we gonna call this critical race theory and sold it back to us and taught it to us. Called you nigga and turned it into a class, monetized it. They did do that. They slick. White man slick. I always White say man White slick. man slick. But the derivation is mean emperor. So when they was calling this nigga, they was like, yo, emperor, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's some deep hotep shit. Don't, don't go repeating this shit. <laughs> Cause this shit is half right and half incorrect, okay? But um, yeah, you know, Kabakam, Dr. Kabakamane talks about the derivation of the word nigga and how it, it's actually got some good things about it. So when I say niggas in, 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 you know, it's a nigga state, I like the word nigga, this shit just flow. The shit just black. I don't like black. Black just sound bad. Like, look it up in the dictionary. Oh, come on. What did shit say? If somebody look up black and it means deaf and absence of color. And it's just like it even means sick. Like when you go back to what it means in like old old um British language, like it meant like sick. What? <laughs> So what you <laughs> so what should be called, you know, African American? Well, we're not from Africa. We're not from Africa. Oh, you want that shit, though? <laughs> Nigga, you from Africa. I'm from Exeter, Pennsylvania, man. How many times I gotta tell you I'm from Exeter, Pennsylvania? White man zapped you with oh, that. Cool. <laughs> he done hit you with the men in black shit. And now you from Exeter. You from Africa, nigga. I know exactly what part of Africa Where? you're from, Tell too. Me. You West African. You is a West African. You're not an East African. I'm an East African. I'm like Somalia or some shit like that. You know, we skinny niggas. We definitely Somalian and shit. But you from you from West Africa. I know that. You might be one of them. You might be one of the niggas that oh, sold this on the book. <laughs> That's who you might be. But you definitely West African. You keep changing theories, man. First, you said niggas was in America first. Yeah. Now you're saying are we from out. Which one is it? Both of them. We outside. We really <laughs> out here, my nigga. <laughs> when you pull up, you're going to see a nigga like, yeah. No, but all serious, I don't think it's fair to call ourselves African Americans because, you know, there's always there's tons of African immigrants today. Yeah. That's unfair to them who actually came from there, lived there, you know, have residents there, can speak the language. We speak Shine. Yeah, we do. We speak Shine. What, what, what language do we know from the motherland? Well, we're technically white. I mean, 
We just switch. You just call us black now. We white now. We well, black. white is different. <laughs> if you look up white, the shit mean pure and good and great and angels and shit. Yeah, white motherfucker. I ain't black. That's see the whip. That's where the white man got you. He said, "Hey, <laughs> this what you are, nigga. You black now, huh? And I'm white. No, I'm white, bitch. I'm white." Yeah. You just wanted the Moors, man. That's what I think. I was. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Let me let me educate everybody watching the stream. <laughs> the goddamn spicy whites from the Middle East came over here in the 90s. And what they said, what they what they classified as on paper. White. Why? Why does shit say Hispanic and Hispanic white? Because if you stupid, you're going to put the other Hispanic, which means black. But if you put Hispanic white, what that mean? It mean free. Okay. Right? What they install for Jim Crow? Black codes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See how they put that label on your black ass? I learned from the Moors. Right. You're right. I did learn from the Moors. They taught me well. This is legal jargon we're dealing with. But nigga, nigga's a great word. We got it. We can't let us let them eliminate the word. Uh, my mom doesn't. She'll call you nigga when she get mad. <laughs> Is Herschel Walker a nigga? He's a special kind of nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you see Herschel's son? <laughs> Shout out to Herschel Walker's son. He's a he's a big uh, person. Pause. He's a big. <laughs> uh oh. He's big, huh? He's in the conservative black conservative movement. Isn't yes, it? he is. Mm -hmm. He's big making voice. a lot of it. He's got a huge voice. Yes. <laughs> voice. Mm -hmm. I think Herschel. I, th I like Herschel. <laughs> I think Herschel's funny. Okay. You know, I think he's a good person, to yeah. be honest. Okay. You know, he, I think he didn't, when he was in the NFL, he never lived ways. He just did calisthenics. Yeah. I remember that about him. Old school shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a good football player too, man. He that dominated. means discipline. Right. He's a two-time two Heisman winner or just once? I don't know. I know he won the Heisman. Jonesy would know. Jonesy would know. Yeah. We got to ask Jonesy. Yeah. Um, oh, see, does he have a chance of winning? I don't know. I don't know. Niggas ain't, niggas ain't go vote for Herschel. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like who's this coon? Yeah, listen. He only won one. One more. Oh, okay. Heisman. Okay. Okay. He on he on the shine shit tonight. <laughs> I mean, good luck to him. Good luck to Herschel okay. Walker. You know, he's he. I think he's on our side. You know, I mean, some of these Democrat people, man, they be passing like or, or introducing bills that want to ban guns and shit. It's like, what you doing? You want the white man to be the only one with guns? Bugging. You ever seen a white man with a gun? That nigga lethal. Mm-mm. It's the baddest motherfucker on this planet. You know the you know the history of white man and guns? No. Chinese people was chilling, they was popping fireworks off. Jesus Christ. White man came to the party and shit. Oh, you know you motherfuckers like a kid with this shit. <laughs> Come on. This what happened. This is historic. This is history. 
the Japanese, am, am I lying? The, the Asians had fireworks and, right? That's why, that's why. <laughs> that was definitely last Samurai. That's why I like January 6th. That's why I like January 6th. The only motherfucker that's going to free us is that angry white man. Cause we show us how we outside twerking and shit outside the goddamn Capitol building or whatever the fuck we be doing. <laughs> That's what school said. School said we outside twerking and dancing, pop locking and shit in front of the police. White man said, "What you said? White man came out of camp to get him some freedom. <laughs> Price of freedom is that." <laughs> that was an epic rant by you, by the way. Moving on. I wish I could delete that video. Man. <laughs> That's my favorite rant from you, though. <laughs> that shit is epic. That rant was epic, boy. When I say it, I retweeted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you hate it, but that shit is perfect. Um, what else? Um, Kim Classic is suing Candace Owens. Oh, your girl, Candace. My boo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love Candace. I think Candace is, is, is a great individual. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Cameras are rolling. <laughs> Trying to get a TPUSA check out this motherfucker. Shit, Blexit, y'all need some help? <laughs> um, yeah, there was some, what happened? Um, I think uh, Candace accused Kim Classic of uh, taking money from stealing, uh, stealing white conservative money. Foundation money, yeah. yeah. So um, Kim's suing her now. I, I just find it quite ironic because Candace was the one running around so much. She's gonna sue this person and sue Cardi B. Whatever happened to that? She better sue Cardi B so she got some money for Kim Classic. Cause I think Kim might win. Kim connected too. Why can't we just get along? That's another good question. <laughs> what happened? I mean. There's only but so many spots for coons. <laughs> <laughs> Is there only room for one? Only, Is that why Candace and Kim was going at it? I think that's what they say that, you know, the Illuminati, the lizard men, they be sitting in the room like, yo, one of these bitches got to go, you know, and they like, who is it going to be? And I think they, I think they pulled Kim and Candace into the Illuminati meeting and said, yeah, I got to fight this shit out. You know, because both yeah. of y'all popping. What if they remade the Highlander? Right. You know, it could be only one. It could be only just make it coons. Right? <laughs> Who would you put in the movie? Like you got because they have to cut the coons' head off to <laughs> to stay in the one. And you know, each one you cut off, you get more powerful. So who? How does it go? I got. You never seen the Highlander? Nah. Oh my god! I got to cut great. off somebody's head to get their power. Like these people were supposed to be immortal and they had to, they had these swords and they would go around hunting other Highlanders to get more power. Mm. So they could be, and the thing was, there could be only one. Uh huh. So what Coombs powers I would like to absorb? <laughs> mm, this is fun. Candace Owens. <laughs> I mean, who's the most powerful conservative in the past 20 years, I want to say? She's the most powerful thing on earth, goddamn near. She's a powerful woman. I don't know about that. Who's more powerful than Candace Owens? Out of the conservative pundits, 
Who's got more clout and power? And she connected to the crown. <laughs> you know who I'm gonna say. <laughs> Shout out ABL. <laughs> Shout out ABL. Shout out ABL. I'm taking his powers too. <laughs> he on my list. I'm absorbing his powers. Shang Sun, his soul. <laughs> Absolutely. I think Candace, I'll take Candace. No, she's probably, she's probably up there. Um, uh, Thomas Soul. Come on, man. Why, why do we have to go put his name in there, man? I mean, he's a great American. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, he's got OG Kun superpowers. No, man. See, why, why do we have to keep using the word Kun? Because he's a Kun. Stop it. Thomas Soul Kun. He's a great man. Why do we always got to go with the insults? Oh, Jesse Lee Peterson. Better but over Candace. I don't want them superpowers. He's powerful, <laughs> but I don't want them That's too much power for me. I couldn't, mm, I couldn't harness all that. Mm, that's a lot. Ben Carson. He's saving, saving twins. That nigga did brain surgery and all types of shit. I definitely. That's superpowers. Yeah, that's some, that's some superpowers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, but you know, I mean, leave. I like, I like so. Like, I like so. I like Soul. Soul's dope. He just, you know, he, he gives me too much Victorian Puritan vibes sometimes. I want to see him bust a sag and play some rap music every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got to do some nigga shit. So, he's still, he, I know he's done, did some nigga shit before. He turned them cameras off. He's, you've read his book before. He's from like straight up poverty in the South. Like, he, he he got some nigga in him. He, and he was out in Harlem and all of that. I just want to see something black from these people. <laughs> Man, that's a battle right there. Clarence Thomas is another. Thurgood Marshall's an OG. I like Thurgood Marshall. He, he has some, I put him in my book, The Patriot Report. We having a, a coon roast, man? <laughs> oh, is that what this is? I'm sorry. You asked. My bad. Who's on your uh, Space Jam Coon team? <laughs> I don't call people coons, man. I don't, I don't try. I, you know what I mean? That's my fellow black people, my fellow ADOs, my oh, fellow conserv- Okay, you're conservatives. Who's, your, who's in your coons? Uh, I mean, conservative super team. My conservative, black conservative super team? Yeah. Um, Sonny. Ooh, clap it up for Sonny Johnson, please. Shout out to uh, Patriot J. Okay, yeah, <laughs> clap it up for Patriot J. Clap it up for him. Shout out ABL. That's the third one. <laughs> that's third. That, that's three ABL shout outs in mm-hmm. one episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know uh, who would be the last one. Um, my man, Tim Scott. Tim Scott? Yeah. What about uh, Pastor Daryl Scott? He was going, he was roasting the whole Kim classic, uh, Kim K. He said, I forget what he, what the exact words he tweeted out, but he said, when conservatives was mighty quiet when Kim classic put that lawsuit against Candace Holmes. Why do you think everybody was so quiet? Uh-oh. You know exactly why. See, that's why I just see. That's why I just call these niggas out for cooning because you know exactly why. <laughs> no, man. You don't know why they quiet. No. 
I have no idea. Because Candace Owens is like the princess of conservatism. And oh, they don't want to say anything bad. Right. Like, you know, there's a there's a level of camaraderie that they want to have. And in many ways, uh, you know, I, I think they're right. You know, this is a, a beef between two individuals and we need to just mind our business because the left are going to try and use it against us. So let Kim and, and Candace, you know, battle it out. You know what I mean? After Kim win that money, Kim holler at me, you know what I'm saying? If you need somebody, you know, to help with marketing or, but she gonna get that. I think she gonna, she gonna come on. I think it was 14 million or something like that. 20 million. Ooh, you know, Candace got that too. Candace made that last month. That's grifted and cheap. <laughs> she got that royal money. Don't forget that. Huh? She got that slave master, slave master, slave master money in her back pocket, boy. Killing me, man. Um, Big Poppy, Uncle looks turn up. Have fun and success at Hotepcon. Thank you. Um, they took the job from Rachel Nichols, man. Uh, what do you think about that? I thought that was inevitable. Yeah. I don't agree with it. Yeah, you know, I thought that was you know pretty petty. But when I heard the news, I'm like, ain't Rachel Nichols the same one that made that comment about giving the diversity higher? You know. That yeah. Maria Taylor, Mariah? Yeah, Maria, Maria. <laughs> Maria Taylor. She said uh, she only got hired because they ESPN was making mistakes in diversity and they wanted to put a black woman on, on the sidelines of the NBA finals. Yeah, she could say, she said, um, yeah, you, you could do that with somebody else, so you could do it with my time. And I agree with her. You know, she worked her whole career. Why should she have to give us some shit because you niggas want to pretend you're not racist no more? You know, you had all this time since the inception of ESPN to put black faces up there. And now you you like, oh shit, it's cool to have black people up here. Now I wanna, you know, switch things up, right? And now I gotta pay for the fact that you used to be racist. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Hey, look, Rachel, we know you wasn't racist, but since we've been racist, you're gonna have to take the L on this. You know, you're gonna have to take one for the team. And she's like, That's not fair. You know, so I, I agree. But when I saw that she got canceled, I'm like, oh, okay. So, so what POC are they going to replace her with? I don't know. They, oh, oh, they did replace. I don't know what her name is. But is they, it POC? It's a black. What is a POC? What the fuck? What the, a what person is that? of color. I don't use that term. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. That's coon language. What the fuck is your term? <laughs> <laughs> you black or not? You just, you know, I mean, come on, man. I'm trying to keep some semblance of ability to go mainstream. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> Redacted got you fucking ass on that list already, man. That's like, not <laughs> true. That's not true. Uh, Geb Zorka, how you say his name? Zeb Gorka followed me the other day. I might have a chance in, in, in going some sort of mainstream. I had to just distance myself to some of those articles. <laughs> but in a couple of years ago, in a couple of years, they're gonna they're gonna hire me to be a coon. So I'm trying to keep that door open. <laughs> I know how this I know how this press thing works. You know, you gotta wait seven years like bad credit. You would sell out? Huh? You would sell out. Why not? I'm asking them. Is it a yes? It's a yes or no question. No, it's a why not question. <laughs> <laughs> why, why wouldn't I? Why sell not? Out? Integrity. I mean, it depends on what love there's levels of selling out, right? It's like is they gonna put me in a dress? Oh hell no, I ain't not putting on no dress. You know what I'm saying? Is they gonna um you know have me doing some wild nutball shit? No, I'm not putting on no makeup, but no, I I'll just be broke, you know, in the street before I do some shit like that. Is they gonna have me turn my back on the black community? No, no. 
but you need me to say a couple of, you know, you need me to say POC? Yeah, I got to, yeah, send me that check, motherfucker. No, you got to sell out more than that. That's just saying POC is not enough, man. That's you got to, right. yeah. You got to tell them niggas ain't shit. Well, I'm just trying to tell them. Niggas go to jail and <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> and niggas is, is, is their own worst enemy. You got to say some shit like that, you know. Oh, you want me to coon that way? How is there? What other way is there? I was trying to go to the left. The left is where the money at. I, grifting on the right is kind of short-sighted. So you're going to say, yo, there's five genders. That's what you're going. You're going to you sell it like that. How many, how many genders are there? Let's get it's it right out two. here. Let's get it right here. How many sexes are there, Hotep Jesus? That's one thing they're not going to get me to sell out. Oh, then I got done. I got Finish. <laughs> so fucking forget it. <laughs> so I got to go the other way and talk shit about black Yes, people. you got to go the other way. <laughs> can, can males have babies? Come on, let's get it right and put you on the record right now. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I ain't got no hope. Yeah, yeah. No you hope. better go to the other side. <laughs> you niggas know you can't read. Stop shooting up the black community. <laughs> That's terrible, yo. Like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the guy that... I don't want to be you. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that, you know, has Shakari Richardson and you tear her down. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be like, you know, the guy that's smoking on weed that's called Shakari Richardson. You know, like that. I just want to support our people. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I got no hope either I just way. Had, I just had constructive criticism of Shakari Richardson. I was not criticism. turning her down or anything like that. I was just saying, put the blunt out, blunt down, <laughs> get on the fucking track and work the fuck out. Shut the hell up. That's the way <laughs> I mean, how hard is that to do? Don't come in last place, get smoked on the track, and then tell them, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. Y'all going to keep seeing me. <laughs> she saw the asses in the fucking wind. That's what the fuck she saw. <laughs> I wish her all the best, but man, don't be talking shit and then get smoked. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's just sad. That's, that's one thing, Ada, us, us American niggas. Now you island, we talk shit, man. You, yeah. if, you, if you lose, we talking shit. If you win, we gonna big you up. That's how it is. Yeah. yeah. I felt bad that day because my mom was walking around the house laughing at the memes. I'm like, you know it's bad when my mom is laughing at Shakari Richards. She like called my dad, Barry, another meme. And I'm just sitting there trying to do my chest puzzles like, and they really tear her down. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. So I know the internet was bad if my mom was passing that shit around. Um, Cassis Cam, Candace got the redacted behind her too. Oh, come on. You know who doesn't have the redacted behind her? Who? Hotel Buster, man. Buster Rhymes mm. came out. And this video was out a, a couple months ago. And yeah. all of a sudden, somebody retweeted it, some media member. Then all of a sudden, like people was grilling Buster again, you know, because he says made some statements about the stupid 19 and everything else. And people were mad at Buster Rhymes, man. Um, Boulet blacks, blue check blacks. How can you be mad at Buster Rhymes, man? Come on, man. If, if Buster Rhymes says something, you just got to be, let him say it, man. I've seen so many black people saying, oh, Buster, you disappoint me and all this. I'm like, come on. Those are the coons, man. You want to call people coons? Yeah. They the ones cooning. Yeah. 
Like, come on, man. Yeah. It's too many people were like, you know, it was just a hit piece because that video has been out there. You know it's what I mean? It wasn't out. a new video and they were like, oh, let's, uh, Buster just said this. No, they drugged that up and they get, wrote hit pieces on them. Yeah. And we're not going to support Buster Rhymes, leader of the new school. What else? He, he got some other class. I'm, I'm, I'm not going. I'm prepared. What, what else? Leader of the new school? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Busta is, I met I met Busta. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanna say I was maybe 15, 16 years old. It was the night that Michael Jordan dropped double nickel in the in the, the flu game, I believe it was, dropped double okay. nickel in the in MSG. And uh, my cousin who actually, um, it was my birthday, he picked up a prostitute that night and <laughs> thought I wanted that for some reason. I'm gonna pray for my family. Seconds? <laughs> you, want, you thought you wanted seconds or something? Yo, we in the car <laughs> leaving the game. And he like, yo, you want some head or something? <laughs> I'm in the back of the car. I'm a virgin, right? I'm just like happy if I get a kiss on the cheek from a girl. I'm terrified. I'm like, no, I'm okay. I was terrified. He like asked me if I wanted to. I'm like, should I tell my mom and dad about this? Like, I was a square. As Jonesy, I was a square in high school. I was a straight up square. Like I was a good boy. Um, but yeah, it was double nickel that night. And we so we went to MSG to try and scout tickets. Um, my cousin. Um, that didn't work out too well. So we ended up watching the fight at the bar. Okay. But Buster and Russell Simmons were walking in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Buster. And he dabbed me up. And that was it. it nothing really special oh. happened. I just shook his hand. Um, but you know what's funny is Buster's connection to Chris Lighty. You know, Chris Lighty saved my life. No, I didn't say you Yeah, he's one of the people that saved my life. Um, so I was a broke ass nigga. Um, baby moms was cussing me out for being a broke ass nigga. I was a shine and shit. My life wasn't together. And I had an opportunity with 50 Cent, right? Okay. And Chris Lighty's his manager. Chris Lighty's the one that recognized me at the convention and actually was like, yo, hire that kid. Okay. Chris Lighty went on and later on allegedly committed suicide. That's Buster Rhymes' manager. Oh, okay. And Buster Rhymes tells this story where he says he watched Chris Lighty tour with all the other artists like Fat Joe and 50 Cent and he never got his opportunity. And then once Buster finally blew up, mm -hmm. Chris Lighty passed. And he okay. was like, Chris Light was like the first dude, like put him on. That was his manager. You know, they ran Violator Records up there. Right. So when you think Buster, you think Violator Records. Because uh -huh. he used to always shout that out. But that was the, the management company. Um, so Buster Rhymes um, has been around so long in hip hop. OG. But also, he's an island nigga. He's an island nigga. And with island nigga, you get hotep traits. Okay, <laughs> so when you start talking about mandatory this, mandatory that, he gonna speak up, mm -hmm. you know? And um, when the video first went viral, like you said, a couple of months ago, I was like, I'm not retweeting that shit. People asked me, yo, why don't you share this? Did you see that? I was like, I see it, stop sharing that shit. Like in one way you want it to go viral so we can get the message out. But another way it's like, yo, I don't want them to cancel Buster. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. And then Buster put the shit out. Then he got canceled. 
but he stood 10 toes down and posted Good. the picture with the glowing eyes. I was like, let's go, bust. I mean, he knew his real nigga. You know who else stood, stood 10 toes down in their, in their conviction? Hmm. Your boy Lupe. You see what he tweeted? No, what he tweeted? He, he added Pfizer, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's like yo Pfizer, man. Yo, if you pay me some money, I see everybody's getting these this influencer getting money. I've been selling. <laughs> I've been talking about these these punches for so long. <laughs> I swear to you, man. I swear. No, he didn't. I swear to you, man. Who bring it up? Gasco tag Pfizer, asking him for, to be a brand endorser. He want this. He want his check. <laughs> Where is he? Where's Lupe? What's his app? What's Lupe? Lupe Fiasco. That's his app. Lupe Fiasco. Straight through. Oh, man. Times is hard. He ain't selling the records. What's going on, y'all? You know, Lupe to me was... Here, read, you read it. Dear Pfizer, <laughs> can I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> I've been putting in a lot of work. <laughs> I hear y'all cutting checks to celebrities who promote the vaccine, and I'd like a little piece of the action. Let me know sincerely, Lupe Fiasco. I swear he trolling. I know he trolling. I'm too intelligent to, to, to even believe that he's serious. Like people ask me like, yo, what's up with him? You know, and some people was like, yo, I'm canceling Lupe. I'm like, no, Lupe's trolling. Lupe is trolling because he understands the power of the grift. Okay? That nigga ain't jabbed up. You don't think so? He not jabbed oh, up. Come on, man. He's not, I'm telling you, Lupe not jabbed up. He faking the funk for headlines. He knows how to intercept the media, just like a lot of other people, like Kanye West, like to intercept the media. He's like, why pay a PR person when I could just troll? But how can he live with himself? Man, how because he's a, he really is there out there promoting the people to get the punch. I'm not telling people to get the punch, but I ain't gonna get the punch. Unless, you know, unless they're paying me, but he's doing it for free. <laughs> he's doing it for free. He didn't, you as you seen, he's asking for a check. He has to worry my money. I've been working hard for the white man all this time. <laughs> Massa, give me your money. <laughs> Massa, I've been trying to get these Negroes this medicine. They won't give me no money, Massa. Come on, Massa. Massa Pfizer. You just got FDA approved, Master Pfizer. <laughs> it's time to me get my check. I need to get paid. Isn't that what he said? That's what he said. Somebody said, um, somebody said, hey, um, we're, we're, we're calling it to, 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 to this hotel. We're calling in regards to, um, you have two black comedians staying there <laughs> doing doing um, a show this weekend. <laughs> You're like, no, we don't have any. No, he said two comedians. He said, we don't have any comedians. And then Brody had to get on the phone. He was like, no, two black comedians. He was like, two black comedians? Like, yeah, black. He's like, oh, okay. So you know we in the comedy. We know we in the comedy world. You funny as shit. Man. No, man, you funny. I don't You funny as shit. But comedy is a great place to be. At least there's some resemblance of freedom of speech in that lane. And all the fuck shit I say, I can just blame on just being funny. I say a lot of fuck shit. Um, Scum Harvey says Lupe signed a 360 grift track. <laughs> <laughs> you got a 360 to grift him? 
I just want to know when's my turn. <laughs> when the fuck is my turn? You know who who slandered uh, Ari? Um, Ari Lennox slandered the hooktips, man. She says she's gonna. Where? What is? What is the Ari Lennox hotep song gonna be about? She said she's. Uh, what is the song gonna be about? I wish she wasn't a hotep. I wish he wasn't. Did a hotep nigga break her heart? Let me pull up the tweet just to make sure. That's what it sounds like to me. She broke my heart. She broke my heart. You know why she break your heart? Because you know, you know how I feel about light skinned women, right? Is she light skinned? She's not light skinned. Okay. Right? So it's like I love brown women too. (laughs) You know, like I got a couple of brown exes. I'm not like a hundred percent racist, you know. I'm just I'm a little brainwashed, you know what I'm saying? You okay. know, I grew up like Whitley Gilbert was, you know, and Coming to America was a light-skinned woman. So all the, you know, protagonist women was light-skinned women. So I'm, I'm a young child, I'm thinking, oh, I need to meet a light-skinned woman then. You know, like the white man was brainwashing me to like that white skin. Oh my God. You know, so Ari, she's not light-skinned. She's a, she's a brownie. And, um, <laughs> it's a brownie. <laughs> huh? Go ahead, go ahead, man, go ahead. She, she's her skin is brown. Um, oh wow, she just she said, I love my Hotep song. This is, I guess, this is coming after. Um, but she said, uh, where is it? <laughs> Writing a song called Wish You Weren't a Hotep, right? So when I saw the tweet, obviously, people tagged me in it, and um. You know my rule, I don't argue with strangers online. So I didn't respond to her okay. because she's a stranger. I don't I don't know her. But I like I like Ari. I like I thought I was rooting for her. And and, and she attacked me. My feelings are genuinely hurt. It was like what all of my entertainers are going against us. What is this? And black women at that. You know, it's like you know what else broke my heart? What? Understanding I'd never be qualified to be on the cover of Jet Magazine. <laughs> Why the hell not? I Ebony, Essence. I mean, my mama, my whole life collected Jet, Ebony, and Essence magazines. Yeah. So growing up, I'm like, I got to be on the cover of this magazine, right? Why couldn't you be on it? Because I'm a coon. I'm too right. You ain't not going to put me on the cover of Essence, Ebony, or Jet Magazine. I'd have to, like you said, I'd have to acknowledge the rainbow. <laughs> then they might give me, like one of my dreams was to be on, on the cover of Black Enterprise Magazine. So the first thing I did after I got, you know, red pill, I typed in Black Enterprise Magazine cover Thomas Sowell. And I was like, oh damn, they don't even got, like he has one mention of an article in Black Enterprise. Yeah. Like a mention of an article, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, if Thomas ain't getting it, I know I'm not getting it. Cause he's like super studied. You know what I mean? So when I see the Ebony's and the Essence, you know, back in the day you thought, oh, this was some good shit. Then you find out like, damn, like maybe all the motherfuckers that we saw on the covers of these magazines is the same motherfuckers that hated Hoteps. It's been controlled for a long time. Right. So I put, so I put in the chat, even your condition has been conditioned. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah. You can get in Tariq's, Tariq's building a, a museum. We got to get Hotep Jesus in Tariq's museum. He got you blocked though. 
I know he. I'm like, and he won't respond can, to you me. Can, you can get in. He don't got you. Blood. He won't you respond to me. I asked a nigga for a YouTube, and if he's not, he's not even. I'm not even good enough for a YouTube interview. I'm Tariq Nasheed. Tariq Nasheed, stop it. Just come talk to me, bro. Just stop it. Stop it. I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to give you a super hardball interview. Let's just talk, man. I think it would be a great time. Let's just laugh and kick it, man. Fuck Uncle Hotep. Fuck this nigga. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Me and you, let's kick it. I know why you blocked him. If I was you, I'd have blocked this coon ass too. Man, I need the views. My YouTube. I need a couple more subscribers so I can get my YouTube black. Please, man. Please. Um, what was we talking about? No, nah, we was just talking about uh, I don't fucking know. What, fuck what, was the, what was the subject? We we went from the you were talking about Jet Magazine. Oh, yeah. Ari Lennox called us, yeah, oh, right, saying, right, right, you know, right. the hotel. She, you know, I wish you weren't a hotel. You know what she really saying is? What? She like hoteps. I told you. Hoteps is the masculinity of the black community. How many times have you responded to a girl on, 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 on Twitter, right? Who's said something negative about hoteps and is referring to her father being hotel? A lot, a lot, a lot. The masculine energy in the house, that conservative energy is hotel. And the funny part is they're attracted, women, black women are attracted to hoteps because at a very carnal level, they're attracted to the masculinity. Okay. You see what I'm saying? They're attracted to that masculinity because to be anything else is just to be a bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm serious. Like, right. Well, some women like bitch ass nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. What woman do you know like a bitch ass nigga? I don't know. They like using them and like <laughs> getting that OnlyFans money off a of simp. You know what I'm saying? Time oh, we forgot, man. The OnlyFans reversed their decision. Yeah. We forgot all about that. Yeah. We didn't even mention it. We didn't mention that. What happened? Well, they turned back on that and said, it's like, <laughs> isn't that right? Did y'all hear that? That they first said they were going to ban it and then turned around and said, nah, we was just playing. Am I correct in that? So we can just subscribe to Rachel Dolezal's. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see the game they played? They, that was pressure, man. They, they really wanted to get rid of it. But the I thing think. they understand is that the first headline's always going to supersede the second headline. Yeah. More people are going to believe that OnlyFans right. is no longer associated with porn. And that second headline is not going to get the same bump as the first one. Yeah. So they've already got the impression in their minds that it's not porn. Meanwhile, they get to go as continu uh, continue business as usual. I think it's fucking brilliant. Those white people are smart. Yeah. Like when they write an article and they put the correction on page 12. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I thought? I thought like the powers that be called them up. I was like, yo, man. You're messing it up with our degeneracy plan. We want America as degenerate as possible. You, you're screwing that. You're doing a great job. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Now you're trying to backtrack. No, we can't have that. Reverse the decision right now. We'll talk to Mastercard. We'll talk to Visa. We'll get them online. Yeah. And bam, here they went. Yeah. Wait, what were we talking That's about? That's my tenfold goofy theory. What, what were right we there. talking about? That was OnlyFans. OnlyFans, OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, 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 to get the uh, sponsor money? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great business. I like, you know, I like just fucking great capitalism and 
you know me, I'm a business guy. So I, I never I never hate on somebody playing a game. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I never hate on capitalists playing a game. I just wish that they would lower the barrier so everybody could play the game instead of saying, oh, you're a non-essential business, so you can't play the game. You know, that's the shit I don't like. You know? um, yeah. Um, Cassius Cam, Lupe next track called Stick Push. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a good one. I might tweet him that one. I'm already feeling it right now. No, I'm not. I'm not stealing it. You tweeting it now? No, I'm not. Yes, you is. No, I'm not stealing it. He's a copy paste king. I don't know. I think that's all the. Uh, you got it? What do you want to do? I just sent y'all. The Supreme Court has blocked Biden's eviction moratorium. Oh, yeah. It just came out. What does that mean? That means you're being expected something. <laughs> get your money right. Get your money right. Oh, so yeah. Well, that's good, right? Because, and that's the funny thing is, um, that eviction, whatever, whatever, is only going to hurt the people who can't afford to keep, you know, the middle class. It's going to hurt the middle class, you know, who Marx hated, okay? Because the people who got the money, like BlackRock, oh, they can sit around with two years with somebody in a property not getting no money. Yeah, just waiting for the rest of y'all. Can you last two? Can you last two years without rent money? Can you last two years without rent money? And you just bought your. You meanwhile, you just bought your first rental property. Mm-hmm. Now guess what? In in a couple of years, after BlackRock come back around, now you renting again, and you know you you shooting and stealing. And Uncle Hotep's calling you all types of names. Uncle Hotep's told you. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. Man. But this is um the power of the white liberal. The, the, the very act of helping is the very thing that'll undo everything good for you. Okay. You see what right. I'm saying? Right. Um, I think, who was it that said the talented 10th? That was a good find. Who? W.E.B. Du Bois. Yes, good find, Coon. That was, that was, you know, W.E.B. Du Bois never ran to a black man until he went to college? Did you know that? How's that possible? Well, he's a mulatto, so he grew up white. I mean, you look in the mirror, he black. I'm like, what are you talking about? He yeah. never. But yeah, no, he he would he would, uh, WB he'd be the boy would uh, corroborate the same thing. He was one of them coon ass Negroes that got um Marcus Garvey extradited too, so he's not forgiven. Du Bois was right there getting um getting Garvey extradited. Du Bois just like white woman. That was his problem. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> <laughs> you know why I say that shit? <laughs> oh. That means that you know what that means. That's the last one for the night. <laughs> you the drink. I just spilled the spilled I spilled the beer. You got the corniest ringtone, bro. What the fuck was that shit? That shit sound like some no. Super Mario level three type shit. Phil said, fuck you, my 
<laughs> no, that's, you know, when you get old, you, you start, you misplace things. So I got those towel things you put in your wallet and, you know, and you just, but so sometimes you sit on it, you can activate it, and that's what makes the sound. How far you had to scroll down to find that ringtone? <laughs> I never even heard that one. I just never changed it. That's what's <laughs> <what> the thing. <laughs> I got I just never changed it, I swear. He was sitting in bed all night. Ain't nobody got that ring to him. You gonna close out the show? I don't know what we're talking about. Close up. Close up. I mean, close up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't um, assume we're professional. We're not professional. <laughs> we just kind of wing this shit. Just close the motherfucker out the best you can. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, coming out. Um, anybody got anything? Got any questions? Got any, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I forgot. We got a lot of studio audience. We still got time before we go into. Um, Anybody got questions? We could do it like a little Q&A, comments. I'm getting a cramp in my lung over here or some shit. Um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, man. Non-Caucasian athlete? Are we talking all time? I'm talking about now. Right now? No, it's not this. <laughs> Brian B. Alicia <laughs> <laughs> But all time it'd probably be Iverson or, or, or Prime Time. Iverson's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can. <laughs> What'd you say? I gotta take back a cancel Uncle Hotel's you know now. Iverson OG. That's that now that's a real nigga. White man, white man, me. They, they, they told him you were coming in the locker room looking a little too black today. <laughs> you look a little too urban, and they installed the uh, the Iverson rule. What they say? Pull your, they said, pull your pants up. <laughs> Everything in the NBA put on shit. Now they wear skirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now they wear skirts. See that? Uh Russell, Russell Westbrook, he comes in and Cam Newton dresses it up. Something crazy too. Yeah. That's a whole nother level of drip. Uh, a, a what? A rare photo of me and Chad driving back from the airport? Was I driving and he was in the back? <laughs> Should I make a left right here, Master? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't get nowhere. 
sometimes I ask myself, I'm like, are we making the right decisions? And one side of my mind's like, no, but just keep doing that shit because it's working for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's different. And I think that's the problem. Like a lot of times, like people carve out a certain path to success and we kind of get away with just being like super unpolished and like going a whole nother route. And I really feel is we giving people the real for real. Yeah. Not everybody's all uptight like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you can't say that and you can't say this. That's it, the fuck I want. That's what this country was about. Don't make me call a white man Tom, get on his horse and get his mustard. I, th- I feel we do have a, a real unique, um, like, I don't know, presentation or, or, you know, how we present, yeah. you know, the, the, the facts, the news every week and stuff like that. I don't think any you'll get that anywhere else. No, no, not as raw and as real as we give it. Yo. I have a question. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uncle Hotep, who is the king of all coons? And you have to. I hate the word coon. Uh, y'all know that. Um, but, I mean. That's because you don't want the What's competition. The de- <laughs> <laughs> What's the definition of coon? Is it just selling out, being a sellout? Um, I'll be all the way around selling out, selling people out. Chad, Chad, explain it. Who sticks to the talking points best? That's how I define it. Jesse's the one that says uh, he's the top coon, don't he? Jesse claim it. Messy Jesse? No, Jesse. Oh, Lee Jesse Peterson. No, oh, there it is. Jesse Jackson. That's the top coon. There you he think is. so? Over, over Sharpton? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. There's no bigger coon than that. He was working for the FBI. He was getting, um, I listened to, what's that? the name of that book? Um, the Plot to Kill King. Yeah. He said Jesse was taking money from the mob and the FBI, and they lined him up. He, he, he got, he got, they, they were supposed to be on the bottom floor. They moved them on the top floor. And Jesse was at the courtyard waiting, looking, looking at his watch when, when, um, when King got shot. He was the only one that got Everybody else had to sue. He wanted to make sure he was going to get shot. We don't see Jesse Jackson waiting to shoot these people I think it's hey Martin, hey Martin, we should go upstairs. It's a better view. But Jesse Lee Peterson, like he he claims the coon title. Though, yeah. So. <laughs> I respect Jesse Jesse though. I think he um when you own it, I think it's 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 wholesome. You gotta own it though. You can't just be a coon and pretend like you're not. But you know, all all jokes aside, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know. The reason these people like go all the way out with this coon is because sometimes we won't take any um, ownership of our faults. Yeah. Like if we can never take ownership of our faults, these people will just go go out the way, go full tilt because you won't. Ever, we can never do anything wrong. Yeah. You ask people, some people do something wrong, you, you get called a coon. Yeah. So that's why people like if we take ownership of our faults and you know what we're doing wrong as a people. I think you would see less of that, you know what I'm saying? But until we do that, you know, when we don't do that, then you, the Jesse's and them and Jesse Lee Peterson's and 
and everybody else, the Tatums, they'll just go balls to the wall and say, and then they get away with it. I think we still need a, a diverse group. Is that water? Yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. White man served this water. You know it's good now, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's looking okay, good. What's wrong with this guy, man? <laughs> you got to remember, I'm a recovering racist. I was racist like six, seven years ago. <laughs> I literally have a Black Panther tattooed on me. 1996, Jonesy, I got this tattoo. I don't know if you remember in high school. I was, was, I the, I was probably one of the first people to get a tattoo. Me and your brother was the first people to get tattooed in school. I got a Black Panther. This is how I was walking around. And, and I remember coming to school with this. Everybody's like, oh, that's fake. It's going to wear off in a couple of weeks. I'm like, good, let's wait. This is true. But I was I was racist for a large portion of my life. Like I hated white people, you know? So like I'm a recovering racist. You stop being racist for the grip. <laughs> <laughs> Money allowed me to see things <laughs> I may not have seen before. <laughs> no, come on. No, I went through a spiritual awakening. Okay. And 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 really what happened was I remember just leaving my house or occasions leaving my house and being around white people and just feeling my own temperature. Like they go that cracker right there. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, I don't feel good, you know, yeah. and I don't want to leave the house feeling this way. Cause he don't even know I'm mad. Look at him, he got a smile on his face. Here I am over here. I'm all angry and upset and shit. So I'm I'm really hurting myself. So the more I got into spirituality, I realized we're all the one, we all people, you gotta love. And so I became this, you know, whole loving individual and shit. Then I started hating white people again. Um <laughs> And then I kind of like just smartened up. And then um, Chad came around, you know, pride, clap it up for Chad. I mean, like people would ask me like, yo, you got any white friends? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> I don't like, and you know, when I really started thinking about this, was when um, I was thinking about, you know, like doing like couple things, like, you know, with your lady and, and I'm like, let's see, which one of my niggas do I wanna have over? And I'm like, I need some more white friends. <laughs> Cause I don't wanna be around these niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Chad popped up and I'm like, here's a white man I can't trust. Um, <laughs> Cause it's still, you know, he might still be FBI, <laughs> you know? He was just so nice and generous. So like Ch Chad became like my first white friend. Now, like inner Ali Shakur is like, he's not your friend, he's still an agent, he's still an enemy. But I think I can call Chad a friend. I think I can, oh. and that's hard for me. Thank you, bro. I was joking, but thank you. But that was hard for me, okay. like to like, trust a white person was like, 
Like first time Chad came around and I was like, nigga, then cut the videos then if you think it need to be done. <laughs> then he started cutting the videos and I'm like, what agency this nigga work for? Like, it was really awkward for me, but it, it just kind of showed me like how much brainwashing I had to undo. Right. Because, you know, you sitting in a classroom and they keep fucking showing you slave flicks and Rosewood and you know what I mean? And just all of that shit that just had you angry after class. You know what I'm saying? You just want to fucking punch the first white person you see. You know what I'm saying? Like, Word, you just angry. Word. Who? Ving Rhames, right. Word. So I'm still like going through this metamorphosis. So I talk a lot about white men and race a lot because it's 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 healing for me. You know, I think I've come a long way from hating white people. Not the women, though. The white women. Is... <laughs> I had a. I had just one bad white girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can I tell you the story? Go ahead, man. No, Cut the feed. I'm gonna tell the story. She was bad. When I say bad, she was bad. She was from Spain. So she had a small waist, hips, and like Playboy bunny um, memories. And, um, Oh my God, the box was amazing. But she was very nurturing. She was very nurturing. But check this out. She was a stripper. I was dating a stripper. So she was from Spain. She was, um, she well, was no, straight. Her dad was from Spain. Oh, okay. I thought she was on a cut dope. Oh, no, nah, no. She was, no, she was definitely, um, no, not uncut. There was spicy, spicy whites. Spanish spicy whites. Um, but yeah, she was, she was, um, an amazing girlfriend, you okay. know, but she was, uh, um, a stripper and, and in hindsight, I'm like, why did I break up with her? Oh, you broke over because she was a stripper? No, I broke over because of mother shit. I didn't give a fuck. She was a stripper. She was bad as shit. Oh. She was buying me shit. She was folding my clothes. I'm like, this is great. I'm young. Like, you got to understand, like Jay tell you, I was a square my whole life, man. Like I'm still a square. Like I was a square. So like. She was like, uh, uh, you got to think about it too, because if she's a stripper, imagine what we're doing in private to me. Right. And I'm just like, ah, this is my mom. So yeah, you know, she was the one, you know, Caucasian in my life that I had um, a, a, a fonding, a, a, a fond memory of, and I think it was. But she was a spicy white. That's a different type of white. Like she could tan, you know. Uh, but yeah, you know, this is part of my healing for me is, you know, being around white folks, like without white folks, Hotep Nation wouldn't be Hotep Nation, let's be honest with you. Okay. I'll be honest with you, for real. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> real talk. You know what I'm saying? We'd be having this thing in like a church somewhere in North. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be no Hotep Nation. It'd be, you know. But that's the truth with anything, like any business or anything. Like you yeah. have to, you have to take everybody's money. You can't just take somebody's money. <laughs> <laughs> right? take everybody. No, that's what the barbers would say. You know, they have white people go in the barber shop and they could cut their hair too. Yeah. 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 
That's what Trump taught me. I said, oh, that nigga money good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you mean. <laughs> I went to that first con- conservative meeting. It took you that long to figure that out? Nigga, I told you I was racist. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been a leftist if I wasn't careful. <laughs> if I ain't meet your ass, I might have been a raging leftist, yo. I don't know where the fuck I'd be. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how scary would that be, yo? <laughs> oh my God. I'd have a lot more money though. You think? I should have stuck with hating white man. I'd be really famous right now. You'd be working with Sean King. Yeah, that's the only drawback. Well, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what got us blackballed was the first time 2015 when we called out Sean King and Black Lives Matter. Really, you did that, man? What was you thinking when day. you did that? You walked outside, it was this bright, sunny day. I'm going to trash this white man. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what happened. I, I just like, knew I needed good lighting. I was like, damn, dude. I, put, I remember I took the, the thing. And I put the, the phone on my baby mama car. I didn't have no tripod. I just put my phone on the window and recorded it. I remember recording the video and shit, but you know how I was back then. I wasn't as conscious as I am now. So I was just like trying to warn people and shit. Now I'm like, y'all niggas could die. I fuck, I ain't warning you with shit. You, know, you so was really tweeting reckless back in the days. I, I was. Sometimes I couldn't go on your timeline. I'm like, man, this nigga talking some fucking crazy I, shit. I, I really <laughs> can't. Oh yeah, I was. <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah, Ali Shakur days. I was. Yeah, I was wild. I cared then. I thought I actually thought I could make a change. Now I realize I'm ins- insignificant, so I'm much more wise now. But back then, I thought like you know, if I say something, the black community will listen to me. And I was like, hey, look, Sean King said, you know, whatever. And they're like, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, okay. Word. <laughs> that's why I like Young Pharaoh because he reminds me of my younger self. Like that's how I was wild when I was younger, which is why I'm glad we didn't have YouTube as early because I might have said some wild shit that got me canceled later on. Or, or, yeah, I'm just glad. Yeah, I got more questions. My bad. We was rambling, ranting and shit. I'm sorry. We going to dinner at in in like 30 minutes. Brody? Yeah. Nobody else got anything? I see some faces in the room, some new faces I don't recognize. Welcome. Um, thank you to everybody that, um, yeah, clap it up for yourselves. Um, shout out to Halima. Clap it up for Halima. Without Halima, I don't know. I don't know where I'd be, man. Like um, Halima is like an angel. Um, she came out of the sky one day, um, out of nowhere, and um, was supporting us. And uh, she was doing a lot of voluntary work, and I'm like, 
you ain't got to do all this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever, whatever. She joined the Mogul Summit program. She paid me money to help her. And she ended up helping me more than I was helping her. Um, she wanted to help Hotep Nation and shit. So, you know, we we put her on payroll or I, I put her on payroll and was like, yo, like, I can't pay you much, but I can pay you something. We need your help. But she was already like, you know, doing so much. And I just felt like, you know, maybe um, she could help us build this. But I didn't want her. I didn't want her to continue working for free because that's what she was doing. You know what I mean? She was working for free, but she was doing more than some people, a lot of people. And I'm like, nah, you got to get paid. And um, a lot of the shit she was doing, I didn't want. <laughs> like, Ali, why are you doing that? You know, so it was like, I was like, do this instead. But she's an amazing individual. Like she, she was getting me involved in shit that, you know, like she got me on the on the Bitcoin conference. I didn't ask for that, you know. So like that's like the drawback of me saying Halima, don't do something. It makes me scared because it's like, nah, you kind of got to let her run because she hooks up a whole lot of brilliant shit. You know what I mean? So it's like it's almost like a fault of mine to try to hold her back when really I need to just open it up and let's let her do her thing because she does a lot of brilliant things. But um, I really appreciate Halima. Halima, thank you for being here and helping us put this together. Uh, yeah. I owe you a lot, I owe you a lot, I owe you a lot. Um, I'm gonna be a billionaire one day. Um, I hope you you will be too. Yeah, I hope you're, yeah, I hope you're a billionaire before me so I can borrow some money. Um, <laughs> maybe I can live at your house. Um, but yeah, um, if I'm good, you good. If I'm good, you good. No matter where I go on this earth, you always gonna be taken care of, yo. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Word up. Um, we out of here, right? Yeah. Uh, shout out to the chat. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, if you're new and you haven't subscribed, subscribe. If you weren't here and you didn't buy a ticket, kiss my black ass. <laughs> it's like, nah, um, come out, you know, come out next year. Uh, I don't know um, what the plans are for next year. You know, I, I kind of just wanted to get the first event out of the way. I didn't want to try to do too much with this because I didn't know what to expect. Um, but um, I'm glad everybody's here and the individuals out of here, I believe are, were meant to be here. Um, and people that weren't here were meant not to be here and everything is as it should be. But um, if you feel like you missed out, you did. It's going to be a lot of great memories. And um, you know, the real MVPs in this room are the people that bought tickets because without y'all, um, I wouldn't be able to afford my hotel room. Um, <laughs> but nah, for real, um, I appreciate y'all uh, for supporting and, and coming out. And just the fact that somebody actually wants to come and fucking meet me is like really like amazing, you know, and, and it, it really it really touches me. I'm not gonna cry because I'm a real nigga. Um, <laughs> um, but nah, like it, honestly, like, this shit right here, yo, is like, it's like a dream come true. Especially when um, you've been an outcast your entire life. Like when I say my entire life, you know, first I was an outcast because I was black. Then I was an outcast because I didn't like the black people I went to school with. Cause I thought they was a bunch of sellout Negroes. They were selling out to the white folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about cause Jones, you went to high school with me. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. So um, on my soccer team, I was an outcast. Um, you know, I had a kid named, um, I'm not actually gonna not say his name, but um, on the bus, they spit on him because he had a learning disability. 
Uh, they spit on him. And um, I had to fight his fights. There's a white kid, Italian kid, and other kids were, were quite rude to him. I got suspended for two games for fighting for him. Um, so I, 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 you know, I was always on the outside. Um, and, and Hotep Nation was like the first real tribe that I can say I was a part of where people actually um, don't make me feel like I'm fucking crazy. I, I mean, I am crazy. Like, I know I'm definitely like something's wrong with me. But at least um, I don't feel like an outcast. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate y'all, man. What's up, Bill? Peace out. Later, chat. Y'all missed out. We about to go have some dinner.